And welcome back to the Filipino Garage Podcast. Today I have a collab podcast with Kudazers, K-U-D-A-Z-Z-E-R-S. They're a podcast based out here in the Philippines. And the podcast is actually hella funny, a lot of bastos and very vulgar, explicit uh, episodes, but important topics to talk about um so we chop it up on this session and they're dope go take a listen other updates is that there is a feedback form available on the website queerchris.com going to podcast and then um it's a feedback form asking for your input about what you like about the podcast what you don't like what's working what's not and any suggestions uh highly highly appreciate it if you can if you want to support the podcast, I'm also adding affiliate links to the posts and the podcast page where you can click through and sign up to either Airbnb, Aspiration, Chase, or Dreamhost, uh, all products that I use. And if you sign up through those links, then you'll be supporting me. Uh, Airbnb, you get some credit. I use them to go around Vietnam and Thailand this last uh, summer. Uh, the aspiration is an online bank account with like zero fees and you can also use the ATM card and they'll reimburse ATM fees up to five times a month so I actually use that internationally in Vietnam and Thailand this last month uh, chase you can get miles if you spend a certain amount in a month or two or three or something like that and then um, for the dream host it's a good host uh, i've had to shop around i've done hella shopping around and trying different hosts throughout the years dream host seems solid affordable good service and if you sign up through those links you support a brother also buy my shirts buy my clothes this is gonna be a new edition benig uh tank top release for this upcoming fall so check it out fam so listen enjoy the podcast much love. Peace. Hi, this is Iris. And this is Yudes. And we are with someone special right now. Very special. Our very first guest. And he'll the be joining... The very first guest to my heart. He's our very first guest in our Kodazers show. Oh, yes. Yes. We'll introduce Kuya Chris, or we'll let Kuya Chris introduce himself. This is Kodazers Threesome Special. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Kodazers X. Kuya yes. Chris, the yeah. Filipino Garage. Yes. Yeah. So I am Kuya Chris. That's my stage name. Um, mm -hmm. I'm from California, Daly mm -hmm. City, Pinoy capital. Yeah. Uh, highest concentration of Filipinos outside yes. of the U.S. Mm -hmm. I mean, outside of the Philippines yeah. or in the U.S. like yeah. that. And I have my podcast. And y'all reached out to me mm -hmm. through yeah. the power of Twitter and yes. social media. Yes. Yes. And I listened to the Kudazers episodes and I was surprised. I was <laughs> pleasantly surprised by how bastos it is. <laughs> yeah. The first episode I listened to was the... Malake Basha or Masikip Bakog. I was like, okay, okay. It's a, it's, it's a very important dilemma of ours. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's funny because the way 
Podcast Network Asia Nakana discovered us Was, yeah. was ano, Tumapastos episode din yeah. Yung, ano, It's just anal sex Not the end of the world So yeah. Ron our, ano, our very very good um, CEO president CEO president Said na parang They were in the car And they were listening And they were kind of like laughing Because of the ring of fire So parang yeah. The yeah. ring of fire so, Oh yeah. my god So yun, yun pala yung entry point And it seemed fitting Entry yeah. point The entry point Na yun na naging entry point Na mga tao So every time Bagagawa tayo ng Bustos episode Bagkakaroon tayo ng bagong ano, Prospect yeah. O i-line up na yan <laughs> You were just talking kanina Diba? About uh, the let's, uh, no, no, let's leave that Oh that's the secret <laughs> That's a secret. So, okay. so quick, Chris, um, with the, I've only listened to one to your podcast, one of your podcast episodes so far. So basically, what the what is the Filipino Garage about? So the Filipino Garage started because I was having a lot of cool conversations with a lot of my friends and there in Daly City in the Bay Area, yeah. and then I wanted to highlight them. Yeah. Because sometimes we would be talking and the conversations were really dope. I was like, what? I, I wish other people could hear this. Yeah. Diba? Yeah. And then. Basically, that's our, that's our thing then. So, parang, oh my God, we're so funny. Like, <laughs> not to toot our own horn. But it's kind of like that. But we keep having this, these types of conversation. Yeah. yeah. And Kasi, then, uh, also, because I listen to a lot of podcasts mm. uh, Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, all the NPR ones. And then. I was like, there's, where's all the Filipinos? Like, I wanted more Filipinos, like, to listen to our stories, mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Because majority, it's not bad, but the majority of them are white podcasters, yeah. like the ones that are top on the charts, at least in the U.S. Yeah. And so I know we have dope stories, and I wanted to highlight them, mm-hmm. and so I just started like um, bringing folks on. I actually had one though, like 2013, uh, just by myself though, and it's like some weird old episodes of just me talking. Talking uh, into the mic and all that because I liked it way before. But the whole Filipino garage just evolved. Uh, oh, actually, it became professional because I had a I broke up in 2017 uh, with my ex, and after I was like, "Oh, I have so much time. Let me be productive." <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when these professional, like higher quality episodes started coming out with like yeah. full-on interview and guests yeah. and everyone. And that's. Who, like I get a lot of good out of just talking to people, hearing their stories. So basically, the framework of it. So your topics range. With, uh, it's um, just ed- like whatever the folks want to talk about. So basically, it's anything that's that's related to the Filipino Phil uh, uh, M experience. Yeah. Well, majority is Phil M. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But a lot of creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so we usually start with uh, a performance, whether it's a poet or a singer, a rapper, we'll uh, do whatever piece they have to share mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about that. Or also we've had uh, community organizers, yeah, so yeah. Po- folks who are activists, so they'll talk about their story. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of um, both American-born Filipinos, also Philippine-born Filipinos, those who have immigrated, talking a lot about like what it is like to assimilate in the U.S., what's the mm. struggle, what's the difference between the American-born and the Philippine-born, how do we kind of bridge that gap? Because even before, there was a lot of tension, especially like in the 90s, early 2000s, a lot of tension between the American-born, Philippine-born ones. Even in Daly City, there were a lot of gangs that would just like battle each other just because of where they were born even if they were both Filipino so there's been a lot of talks about how to bridge that gap 
and that that's like one of my goals is to just highlight more people's stories because I've gotten a lot out of podcasts from listening to other people. Shout out Joe Rogan experience, like all the guests that he's had on, I learn a lot from. So I feel like other people can learn a lot from the people that I talk to and stuff. That's why actually I'm excited to talk to y'all about like things going on here in the mm -hmm. Philippines from the context of millennials living here. Yeah. Wait, can y'all explain to me what does edgers mean? They're the Gen Z people. You know, like Gen Y are called millennials. Mm. Gen Z people, they are born from 1996 onwards. Mm. They're called edgers. Oh, yeah. I had another idea the idea uh, of edging. From, from the, porn? Yeah, the idea <laughs> of like where you're having sex or you're, yeah, you're, you're masturbating or prolonging it by yeah. like pulling back right yeah, yeah. when you're about to like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like that. And then, uh, and then that's called edging. Yeah, right? Yeah. So when I was like looking at Kodazers, I was like, edgers? Y'all yeah. are nasty. <laughs> 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 well, that's the well, that's debatable. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I actually didn't know about edging until uh. someone pointed out to me that you know there's like a double entendre with that that edger thing. It's like how so? It's like it's it's a thing in porn or in just in sex, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. And then when I learned about it, like you know, there, there's a lot more reason then to just keep edgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, kaya din ako na Okay. Yeah. But but everyone seems in agreement with it, kaya, kasi so para okay let's stick with ed, parang in my head let's stick with edgers Google ko dalang <laughs> so, yeah. Kasi when I, when when we first started this, parang we we, we kind of made it we, we kind of treated very professionally. We even have a PowerPoint presentation even just between a even when it's just us. Yeah. Parang in a in we're a, trying to formalize this um, idea. Yeah. Because this came up very casually. Yeah. The, the podcast idea uh, it started actually this, the germ of the idea started was inspired by the Bayawak yeah yeah by the Bayawak okay. thing because um, it just so happened that youths Natalie and I mm -hmm. were talking one night about like our dating experiences our I think more Natalie and you humabol ako that night yeah yeah this was the one when I first met ano, yung Boa Bells. Yeah, and ating friend. Yes. And we talked about, Natalie and I talked about a lot of our experience with AFAMS. Okay, so for context, for people who might yeah. not understand, like Phil Ams and stuff. Oh, yeah, we So, sure. Bayawak mean is a monitor lizard. Yeah, right? yeah it's a monitor but lizard. But you all have a different definition that yeah. you all have defined. Could you yeah. explain? So, we kind of use the framework of the Bayawak. So, you know. The, the monitor lizard. The monitor lizard. Because, you know, the way, uh, you know, Western eyes have uh, evaluated uh, East. East Asian beauty or mm. anything that is not Western, they've always perceived this as exotic. Yeah. So, parang we took it to, it, to its extremes. Parang, <laughs> uh, the actual inspiration is actually from this trans uh, aunt. Mm. I don't know because the gender he she uses, he or she uses. Okay. Parang sabi niya, ah, ano, my beauty is ex parang in Tagalog sabi niya. Mas nakakatawa siya in Tagalog. Yeah. It sounded it sounded prissy and ano lang mayabang lang in English para sabi niya. Parang ay nako itong ganda ko. Ano yan? Pinipinipilahan yan. Exotic yan. Kakanay ko ang mga pagong at saka pagong. <laughs> ang mga pagong at saka mga bay, uh, hindi naman bayawak mga butiki mga ganun. Para yeah. it started there. Then para sabi ko parang ano, parang that's 
and then we kind of adopted it from there mm-hmm. and then we mm-hmm. kind of just joked about the and that was at around the same time that was the time when uh iris and natalie were also discovering their own uh their own bayawakness uh, bayawakness bayawak yeah. arms that's that, that's the year a, a little over a year yeah. uh after you and that guy from you know, from the international org break broke up and yeah. then Natalie started dating the the the, guy, the other guy, yeah. the first guy, yeah. the the guy, and parang sabi ko lakas na kamandag ito mga putang to. <laughs> sabi ko kasi kaniya sa iba yung ganda, parang exotic exotic kinesu. Yeah. Parang ano parang and then bayawak <laughs> and then parang the first time kasi I mean I think. Well, to us now, it's ano, it's regular, regularly yeah. namish na naririnig. But to a lot of people, and even to us then, when we first used the term bayawak, when we came up with the ano, when we decided to use it, it was very, it was very, it has a ring to it that we couldn't mm. stop. So it yeah. kind of just stuck from there. Then over the years, we've come to refer to any ano, to any experience with afams. Afams are ano, uh, expats. Our foreigners. Foreigners that are generally foreigners uh, gen- in the Philippines. Yeah. Where does the term "afam" come from? How did that come? Afam. It's a, a foreigner. A, a, a foreigner, foreigner around or assigned in Manila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. A foreigner, a foreigner assigned, assigned in around Manila. in Manila. Assigned in Manila. Oh, afam. Yeah, afam. Yeah. But oh. now that term evolved to just like describing any foreigner any in the Philippines. Yeah. Mm. Like when you see a foreigner, probably when you're in Boracay, Boracay is filled with the fans. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. So, Angela City. Angela <laughs> City. That's, That's a the very specific kind type of, of a fan. fan. <laughs> <laughs> we call them sex pets. <laughs> sex pets. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that's how we that's how we got into the Bayawak thing, developed the Bayawak, yeah. and then that started the Kodazers. Like it talks yeah. about that. Parang we, parang let's let's make a no, let's make a podcast out of it. It was Natalie who suggested it, but yeah. then parang we then parang we kind of, they kind of realized that, but then we busan tayong topics. Topics, yeah. Parang, unless may kakantotin time, ba? Kakantotin time? Saget na ng podcast? Why not? Step by step instructions yeah. after yeah. the anal episode, you have the video directions. <laughs> yeah, so parang yun yung napag-usapan namin. Parang, unless may kakantotin kayong bagong afam every week, yeah. okay, maubusan tayo ng yeah. topic. That's, that's doable, but that's very taxing. Yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about a lot of different we discovered we can talk about a lot of different topics that relate to the millennial and gen z experience you know theater groups here in the philippines i think theater people in general we have this strange affliction whenever it's time to go home yes this is a it's, a, it's part of filipino theater culture mm. it's time to go home like the company call is already done there's a tendency to just linger yeah just talk like like, mm-hmm. like, for, yeah, like for example 10 10 pm na tapos yung meeting para yeah. yung isa chances are yung isa lang diyan magiyosi o bibili ng ah or kaya bibili ng coke <laughs> or bibili ng inumin tapos parang sa dali magugulat ka sumunod lahat ng tao yeah tapos yeah. and then the next thing you know you next thing you know it's already one yeah mm-hmm. we're still talking tapos pang puta para uwi na tayo tapos pag pauwi na dapat so we will bring up a topic, and then it's already three a.m. <laughs> yeah. So parang puta parang sabi ko, tapos parang bago sa parang puta 
pare, ang yung mga pinag-uusapan natin, pwede na ano na lang kung kung ginawa natin podcast, no, baka sakaling kumita pa tayo. Yeah. So that's what we ano, that's Well, it's not really about money, but then it was, it's a nice incentive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we, when we, you know, when we did, when the idea started to get very, I guess, appealing mm-hmm. to us, and then we started, we started doing our own research on the podcast scene here in the Philippines. I guess what we kind of missed, or parang what was uh, missing to us, was that very gritty uh, millennial experience. That, um, that voice, that Filipino millennial voice and Gen Z voice that talks about things that can range from, you know, mundane to taboo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even a very, I don't know, like a commuter voice. The yeah. everyday Filipino na hindi takot magmura, hindi takot, yeah. yeah Mag- Mag- uh, it's not that it's not that we're anti ano anti-establishment it's not it's not that I mean yeah. I mean go outside ito yung and we're not saying in, in uh, not in a very absolutist sense but in a way ito yung ganito yung marinig mo eh with that no holds barred uh, occasionally politically incorrect yeah. often politically incorrect yeah. stances Because you were saying, Kanina, that a lot of the other podcasts in general is a is a is a little class uh, kind of to It's a little bit up, up there up, up there in terms yeah. of class and conio kind yeah. of delivery uh, yeah. and the other like podcasts are available. I mean, we're very conio dinaman sometimes <laughs> the way we illustrate things, but yeah. you know, we're yung I guess kaya namin magane kaya we can go there if, yeah. we, if need be but it's really we, about inclusion yeah yeah it's really about inclusion that we want na people who like us who listen to podcasts also now if let's say this 23 year old yuppie girl in MRT is trying to look for a podcast and she wants to listen to us and she listens and she relates to it that's what we, mm. we kind of wish for yeah but more yeah. than social more than social issues more than just the sex parang we paabot pala kami dun sa part na yun ng topics matrix natin eh. yeah we're in we, we also include personal paranoias like for example ano, ano yun yung, yung, salib, yung for November yung so, piyas ng patay ah like um we have we have a topic lined up like um Um, living, living things. Living things. Living things. Like, living things. Like, we have, like, strange fears, like, all of us. Like, I'm afraid of sitting on the toilet too long because I'm afraid there's a snake that's gonna come out and bite my peck peck. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I have the same fear but because I was scarred by that, ano, by the shake, rattle, and roll. So. I don't know what that is. Shake, shake rattle, and roll, the movies? No, no. No, no, no. You're not going to be able to do that. Uh-uh. You're going to be able to do that. No. Besides the shake, and roll, but they incorporated the myth of the undine. The oh, fuck the, the What's that? What's that? Tell me. Yeah. I don't know what the... So you're scared of jars? No, no, no. Iba naman. Iba naman yung... Okay. The, 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 the undine for the toilet. Yeah, the undine for the toilet. Uh-oh. Okay, what's the undine? Tell me. Undine. Uh, <laughs> basically, the undine. The undine. The myth of the undine. Mm-hmm. U-N-D-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. U-N-D-I-N-E? Yeah, but... I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah. but I forgot like, from which culture she So basically, they Filipinized it and they kind of transformed. Well, you know, in... Most of in Philippine folklore, pag nasa lower mythology and usually this, they're, they're these transmogrified creatures. 
So when they transformed it in, for film, it was this very gremlin-looking like uh, creature. Yeah. Uh, na creature. Na parang nangyare. Parang this. Of course, it's always from Manila. The <laughs> stupid group of Manilenos went to the <laughs> ano, went to the province and, and kind of ano and kind of disturb yung ano yung peace ng river and then. And then may nagsuggest, oh, this is nice, parang keme. Mm. Parang they saw the undin eggs. And then pinaon nila sa Manila. Tapos yung undin, dahil galit, sinundan sila. Then the undin started, ano, parang eating her way. Uh, 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 eating, yung paiinis sa isa. Yeah. And then one of the iconic scene there, which which, which scarred me for life. Which scarred a lot of millennials for life <laughs> as kids. Yeah. Nag CR siya. Nag CR. <laughs> but it's ano, you know, you know, looking back now, that's a brilliant shot. Yeah. Parang ang nangyari doon, parang nag may nag CR ko sino man yung character na yon. See, I don't even know. I don't hindi ko siya sina-search kasi yeah. ganun. Siya <laughs> nakatakot. Girl, hindi ako nagbibiro. As in until now, before ba before ako umer na. <laughs> Umarna means tumae. Gaylingo. Before ako umarna, nagpa-flash muna ako. <laughs> Wait, so, <laughs> what's, what's, the, why, what's the scene? What's the scene? What happened? Uh, pag, uh, ano, parang, umi, so, umihi siya. Hindi, parang, ang scene muna. So, so creepy <laughs> music. Dramaturgy. Ano, pinapakita yung eksena nung, ano, nung, yung misunsan ng, ano, ng, nung CR. So, may So you only see the legs in the tapos shot. the next scene, wala na yung katawan. So parang, oh my god, baka after noon, until now, Bakit, bakit mataas ang water bills ko minsan? It's because of that scene. Wait, wala yung katawan, like just the legs is left? Or ang, the whole ang, body is ang gone? Ang nangyayari, parang if memory serves correct, is nagiging bubble lang sila. Or kinakain sila. Or maybe, I don't know. Yeah, kinakain ang undin. Yeah. Parang after that scene, umiyak na ako, tapos natulog na ako. Because <laughs> I remember when that movie came out, it, I, was a, I was a small child when I, that came out. That was when every kid annoyed their parents to death to assist them to the bathroom every time they pee. Because <laughs> I don't want to get big. I wanna, don't want to be How eaten by the you? When you saw the... Four, five? Oh, maybe I just didn't see it. Yeah. This is the movie. Yeah, 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 Unding. Yeah. Okay. It looks Never like the gremlin's cousin. Yeah. So yeah. this is a Filipino. Uh, Filipino it's a Filipino it. film. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And, and 
now until now like um parents yayas uh, will use it to scare kids oh. like sige kukunin ka ng undin and then everyone is like scared of the undin so yeah <laughs> <laughs> para tayo na sa living thing living thing so yun <laughs> so part yun ng mga ano namin so I, I guess part of it is nostalgia then mm. yes. because pa We talk about these things, and at the same time, we're not afraid to, I guess, go there and sound stupid for it. Yeah. And because, you know, there's such certain, ano, there's a certain beauty in recalling, even though no matter how mundane they are. Yeah. Parang always and always. Parang dun yun in in those those types of conversation of ours. Parang dun ko na in retrospect, dun ko na appreciate bigla in childhood ko na I did not have that. Bad of a childhood, pala. Na I was able to ex, ex, uh, experience this plethora of experience that yeah, I share yeah. with you guys. Yeah. So what is living things? Living things. So para mga fears. Maya no. fears. No, but is it an event that you're putting? No, 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 no. It's a topic that it's we topic. lined up. For oh, the living, living for the next yeah. one. So, like, yeah. so yeah, commitment. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like for example, <laughs> I'm, I'm already spoiling one of the no. So like for example, or one of our fears there is I know I what I'm a, I want I like to get cremated. If when I die, I like to get cremated. Yeah. But then, do you watch Modern Family? No. <laughs> There's that scene where Gloria, when Jay was, you uh, know, was discussing with Gloria, so, uh, Sofia Vergara's character, uh, Sofia Vergara's character, that he wants to get cremated, but he said, "But Jay, how is God going to find your body?" Mm. <laughs> that really got me to thinking. Yeah. I mean, not to doubt God, but then, <laughs> <laughs> what if? 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 Ay na, inisip ko lang ito sa tayo ng pinapodcast na nila ngayon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pag tayo na, pwede pala sana ako nag-podcast din. Mm. Our first four episodes is actually parang um, an experiment. Just yeah. to see like how people will receive it. Yeah, yeah. And then when we ask friends and also colleagues to listen to it, and they, they oh my god. <laughs> I, I was about to just wake up now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 If anyone was asking, what, what the 1 fuck? p.m. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's, uh, that's Iris's cell phone. Um, um, they started like giving topics. Nah, okay, that was a really good topic, but I think you tr- can also because that's the trend of your um format. You can talk about like more gnarly things like this, and we actually get. Topic suggestions from people, from young people who are genuinely curious about things that they do not know about. Like uh, there was this one girl who approached me and said, "Can you talk about first time sex?" Uh, and it's like, "And what's about what's special about first time sex? Everyone has it." And it's like, "No, especially that problem when you can't put the dick inside. Like you're having a difficulty to penetrate." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that! Like the specific awkwardness the of like of um, uh, first." And then, then that's when we realized that yeah, we indeed are the Reddit of Filipino podcast. 
Yeah. Do you think uh, because of the highly religious, Catholicized, Christianized uh, state of our country, mm -hmm. do you think it's still a certain amount of repression, or do you Maybe think it's changing? Do yes. you think? Well, I mean, things are well, changing, yeah. but it kind of goes into this paradoxical. I mean, it's in this, in this, it's in this paradoxical loop. People want things to change, but when the change is, I know, imminent. Suddenly, they gonna get blue balls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like sleazy businessmen what, uh, wanting to hire porn stars, but then the moment they, the moment the porn stars reject them, yeah, they get angry and call them sluts and whores. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, we are we're we're stuck in that loop. Yeah. I want this, but then logic or para my 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 view viewpoints or my worldview dictates otherwise yeah could you give me like con background context about the two of you just so like uh what's your age what's your background in terms of uh college i know we, we talked about that just yeah, yeah, yeah. just so that like with the millennial context of this like yeah. is understood of where y'all are coming from hi i'm iris Akoili <laughs> and i'm auditioning for the role of 20 to 25. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm Iris. <coughs> Iris Montes Claros. And um, I'm, I'm about to leave my 20s very soon. And I really see myself as a very, very Filipina, Pinay millennial. Mm. And I, I finished nursing like a lot of Filipinos oh. as my undergrad. And she was one of those kids. <laughs> I was one of those kids of the early, two, uh, late 2000s. Na nag-aral ng nursing and I also got my license din naman. I finished nursing in UST. Mm. Top twenty. Respeto ni Pusha. But I don't practice. I've never practiced. I've never used my license after my board exams because I launched myself e almost immediately in performance and event production. Because you were active in theater at UST. Still, yeah, right? yeah. While you were doing your yes, yeah. and. Um, Right now, um, I'm still doing event work. I, I do a lot of um, freelance writing mm. and also content strate strategy for different brands and individuals. Um, but I'm also taking my MA, my Master of Arts in Theater Arts, mm. major in theater practice in University of the Philippines. Mm. And um, podcasting um, has easily become like a really quick interest of mine. Just like a few months ago, when I discovered there's podcasts on Spotify that I, I can access it, because before you just, you have to log in, in to something uh, yeah. on your like computer, iTunes, yeah. yeah, or and you have to go to certain websites, yeah, and exactly. then parang yung process panila you have to so you have to register some newsletter, yeah. But oh my god, this is so tedious. Yeah, so that's that's kind of my background, pero like. Um, kasi sa Kodazers, like we have different kind of like voices, to, so to speak. Mm. So for Yids and I, we have like we have our different parang kind of branches of interest. Mine is I'm very sex positive. Like that's one of my parang advocacies when we started to build Kodazers. Uh, I'm very sex positive. I'm a feminist, and um, I'm also very much into wanting to liberate Filipinas from this pressure to be this Maria Clara. Mm. And um, that's where that's why it's it's just all fun and parang it seems like nonsense. But like the Bayao <coughs> episodes, that's part of our that, there's agenda. A, uh, uh, there's a uh, 
Uh, although problematic pa siya ngayon since we're not refining it in that yeah. sense. Pero, but I think that's the appeal of Kodazer. Uh, is that it should not be it's, like really refined. Yeah, uh, it's uh, open to the uh, to the audience uh, interpretation. interpretation and development too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, but, para, but in a way, I guess, because of our backgrounds as, in, as scholars in the making, there's this, it's very grounded on uncertain theoretical or epistemological frameworks. Yeah. Parang that's the appeal of it, the the way we kind of discourse about it. Mm. And I think podcasting as as non-traditional as it sounds. Na I mean, we're all studying these things in in master's program, mm. but the thing is, yes, we can apply it professionally maybe in the academy in the future or in practice sa trabaho namin in theater. But there's this avenue for us. Podcasting has become an avenue for us to apply these theories or these discoveries in in the academic so everyday life. Now, uh, even even in the in its most, um, for the lack of better term, anemic sense. Because uh, we're not sabi. And lagi naman namin sila sabi. We're not curing cancer here. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. not. But, but this is not like super serious. So what the the best that we can do is parang give. When when we do talk about or we, when we do try to go go there into that territory, parang we only touch on it, parang flashes. Yeah. So parang so as some people we might also get starts to start get interested about it too. Yeah. Because that's how we got into it basically then because we were gifted with 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 other with talented and very very smart friends who kind of who had the gift to for bombast crass. Yeah. Trash, and then an amazing, <laughs> an amazing and unbelievable sense of erudition. Uh 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 uh. So that that's uh, we're trying to replicate that. In, yeah in, yeah. In Kudazers. And um, ano pa ba? Like sa ma episodes namin, like in our past episodes and most probably in our future episodes, I kind of provide that ate voice. Yeah. That elder millennial ate voice, <laughs> the young tita. And also because so, Ate Iris and Kuya Chris. Yeah. Manang manong. Let's bring it back. And adding youths. Adding youths. And also, there are many episodes that deal with sex, yeah. with health. And that that is when I kind of use my nurse background, like what are the things that we can do to like protect ourselves and all that. So yun yung parang contribution yung, call. No, no ATM, no ass to mouth. Yeah, or... no ass to mouth, no ass to pussy. Yeah. Leave it to the porn stars, y'all. Parang ganon. Uh... <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... I mean, it looks amazing, but <laughs> but parin, eh. And lesbians cut your fingernails. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's not just lesbians, men oh, yeah. then, the oh, men then, yeah. yes, men then. And guys, grab a biology book every now and then. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like fallopian tubes. Fallopian <laughs> 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 tubes. That's, that's, that's me, generally, in Kodazers. Mm. Adding youths. Adding youths. little background. It's, uh, by the way, Happy birthday oh to you. Sabi ko, hindi ako magkana sa social media, tapos ito, ginawa ko podcast. I'm a social media whore. Oh my God. Um, so, 
So hi, I'm Yudes and I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ready to Pringle. And ready to Pringle. Tinder or Bumble? <laughs> I actually don't know. Oh, parang kailan lang sa Bumble ka? Yeah, but I kind of get, but kind of kind of got tired of it. <laughs> wow, in demand kasi. You know, eventually I discovered it's not for me. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm. Sana ako na 24, so I just, so I just turned 25 today. According Ooh. to my mom, she just called me earlier around 12:25. Sabi niya, sabi niya, so around this time, nagkakrown na ako. <laughs> so okay, so uh, okay, mom, uh, you're going to wreck something. Um, si Ayo, mame, mag mag magduman na kami sa loob, magrecord na kami ng podcast. Nagkakaroon na kami na I had to do bicolano na para ano. So, um, my basically my interest is you know performance, performance making, and I'm also taking my MA in UP. I'm in my fourth year of uh, graduates, fourth year, third year of graduate studies now. Um, uh. I'm taking up comparative literature, uh. and uh, my is there a focus in there? And within you know, literature. you know what? Uh, that's the thing. I just, I just said, I just said this in class yesterday. <laughs> the thing about comparative literature is. Uh, the biggest pro, the, our biggest problem is we don't know what we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because when you say comparative anatomy, you know what they're doing. So yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, or comparative theology. Yeah. But when you say comparative literature, do so you like compare literatures? But um, <laughs> no. But yeah, but no. Uh. But babe. Um, You know, a lot of CL theorists will ki- purists will kill me for this. It's kind of like culture, and a lot of cultural studies people will kill me for this. But uh, the short, long, but it's kind of like cultural studies, but not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> cultural studies, but not. Yeah, but uh. it, it touches on. But basically, you could talk about anything. But uh. you could go about anything. But you always go back to the literature of it. Parang that's the easiest way. But pero it, as a discipline, it's more of a set of strategies, of, of kind of a way of thinking. What's yeah. your focus like? What do you want uh, to get queer. out of it? Mm. Queer studies, yeah. especially post-colonial queer studies and queer identity. Uh, to me, that's my uh, no, before before I didn't think that I would go there because in UST basically very I, I wouldn't say universalist, but very as a journalist, I'm as a journalist in training. And training ko, we're taught to be objective about things. You cannot assume a certain kind of position. But then, you know, when I moved to UP, when I started to get embroiled into theory, that's when I discovered that I have a very, 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 very strong uh, uh, affinity to queer studies. Not just because I'm gay, but because yung concerns ko, yung mga lived experience ko, are parang kind of affected yon. So that's what I that's what I do. And In theater, we actually at the Iris and I came from the same uh, theater organization from UST. That's mm. how we met. Actually, mm. uh, we met through a common friend. Yeah, uh, her roommate was my best friend. Yeah, and then she told me to join theater because I was. Parang sa mga mga gawin kaba next year. Parang gusto mo gusto. Parang wala kong ginagawa na boring nga. Oh, so anong theater? And then the rest was history. Then from that, that was what 2010, 2011. 2011. 2011. So we've known each other for about eight years now. Yeah. So, damn, about to hit that decade of friendship. Yeah. 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 So in theater, I do acting. I do tech work, uh, mostly costume and makeup. Same. Occasionally, yeah. 
occasionally sometimes props, sometimes prod design, uh, directing, acting, ganyan. Uh, yeah. I've been around, maliban lang dun sa heavy heavy tech, tech stuff. Mm. Because yeah. uh, I'm shit at electricity and, and the electrical and, and, and I'm anything s- handy. Anything handy. I'm so gay, I can't even know. I'm so gay. I'm so gay, I'm bad with tools. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, basically that's Incodazers. Actually, I don't know what the voice is. You, you do. I think I do. Siguro kung di mo alam. I, I do. You just mentioned it. Since queer theory is your stronghold. Actually, parang sa Kodazers, in every episode that we deal about queer topics, we have our parang sub-series. We call it the After Pride. We talk about um, different problems within the gay community. He takes queer discourse to another level kasi nga mm. he's studying it but then he makes it accessible to our listeners now why does this happen why kunare like why is there fem shaming in the co- queer community like why are effeminate guys still being discriminated against by masculine gay guys you know there mm. those things that he he dives into that and then makes it clear to people what's going on so that's kind of his voice and also ano pa ba mga usually na like relationship topics and Things that concern about friendship and family. I, like, I, I think a I'm lot that, of relationship things you do talk about. I, I think I'm that. I uh, know I'm that. I'm, I'm that. Guy, a person. Uh, um, you do wouldn't expect good advice from. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually give good advice. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Na parang mm, yeah maybe. <laughs> Where did the name Kudazers come from? What's that? What's Kudazers? Uh, actually, uh, parang, ano, when we were thinking about the topic, parang, dami namin naisip nun eh, parang... Yeah, we, our first go-to was... Pink and, ears. Yeah, and also, um, because that time, sobrang... Walang pera? Hindi. <laughs> Aside from that, um, merong, parang nag-trending uli yung, ano, Four Sisters and a Wedding. Mm. And there's a Is very... Is that a movie? Yeah, that's mm. a Filipino movie. Nag-trending uli siya because of memes about it. Mm. And... We wanted to use Ma, I'm sorry, Ma. That that line, Ma, I'm sorry, Ma. Because we're gonna talk about things that our moms would definitely not approve. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then mm. when we research through the podcast scene, there's already um, a foreign, I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry, Mom. And we had to like think about it. And Yudes came up with the name, cause it's basically from gay lingo because kuda is to speak. Or to yap about yeah, about yeah, yeah, I guess that's the more ano to the more closer translation of it. Uh, it's to to yap. About so something, parang yeah. kuda. So parang oh ikuda mo na kasi yan. Parang ganon. Parang mm. just tell it. So I- just talk about na. it. Yeah. Mm. Or so parang ina nako dun. Then parang sabi ko kuda or kuda kuda. Kode, kuda, kudain, kuda, kudaan, and then kudazers. Yeah. And then parang kudazers because we're parang we're trying to, I guess, you know, in an attempt to make it edgy, I guess, <laughs> and accessible. So yeah. that's how we came up with kudazers. So even from the name itself, it's very queer. It's not mm. just, you know, it's not just queer. Eh. It's bakla. Mm. <laughs> it's bakya, bakyang bakla. Bakyang yeah. bakya. Uh, bakyang bakla yung ano yung because kami kami naman on on our own. Yeah, yeah we ano we could we could play the role of the of the of the of the special kids. Yeah. As a temptation. <laughs> but then you know when it comes down to it, when it boils down to it, puta na. Kanto kami kung kanto. I mean, yeah. hindi kami OG. Pero, <laughs> alam mo, alam mo yun. Hindi kami OG. Pero, 
hindi kami takot mag-anon. Hindi kami takot makipagbargasan sa mga tao. Mm. Yeah. And we see no shame in that. We yeah. actually wear it with pride. Yeah. It's not because it's not because we're trying to be ano, rebellious or something, but because it is what we are. Yeah. Mm. And there's no shame in that. And yeah. we and we had uh, we had a lot of fun because of it. Mm. Uh, because we've lived it eh. Uh-uh. Parang imagine this, Chris. Parang we were so penniless at one time. Because there was one, at one point, we shared a dorm together. Yeah, an apartment, yeah. That, uh, actually, I was a squatter there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you didn't share it with us. You squatted. <laughs> I squatted in their apartment. I already had an apartment with my brothers then. Hmm. So, but they, they had their own, they had, they had their own place. And usually, we share funds for food. Yeah. And alam mo, alam mo naman, dahil college, mas gustong bumisyo, mas gustong mag-alak, mas gustong ga- igasos sa mga ibang bagay. Shout out to the Vices episode of yeah. the Vices. Yeah. What was um, it? Uh, good uh, advice? S? No, no, no. What? Alak, Yossi, oh, at yeah. sex. Yes. Oh. Yes. 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 Yossi, Alak, alak sex. sex. Yes. Siyempre, mas doon namin gustong unang gastos. Eh, no? Kaya, ano, pang gastos sa prod. O wala yeah. na daw, ano, pang sponsor. Ito. Ganyan. Yeah. And then, it... We had to pull in our money. Ang nangyari, we we shared one pancit canton together. Yeah. One pancit canton, and then yung suklinon pinambili namin ng tinapay at yosi. <laughs> so, tapos yeah. it, uh, it, it even ended up with uh, Iris and Natalie. She even ano inipon nila yung mga ano yung mga bote nila, tapos benenta benenta nila. Yeah. So, alam mo yun. Mm-hmm. I mean. It was the worst of times. It was the best of times. Yeah. So we we love those times, and we and at the same time, we don't want to lacking ano talaga, lacking. And we also we also wanted our kapit bahays. That's what we call our listeners, our kapit bahays, to know that there's no shame having those moments. Yeah. Because, mm. before I before kudazers. And during my younger years as a teenager na who really loved radio when podcast wasn't even a thing para a popular thing back then. Na yes I love radio pero I never heard someone talk about my experiences. Parang it was very aspirational like listening, yeah, 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 listening yeah, yeah. to DJs like talk like really fluently or you know like I don't know you, you hear people who are entertaining but they have their shit together unlike you. Parang with Kodazers, we wanted to tell people that we haven't figured shit out. Like, you know, we, we, we are in this together. Like, you're struggling, we're struggling. It just so happened we're behind the mic. Yeah. Like, yung parang gusto din namin. It na. just so happened na parang the, the, the little time we had, <laughs> the little time we have left we could, that we could have spent on self-improvement. Mas <laughs> 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 sabi ko, parang... <laughs> Ayoko mag-improve. Mag-podcast na lang tayo. <laughs> so even the format, I mean, it's, it's gritty eh. Yeah, yeah. No, I do appreciate it, at least from what I've seen uh, and what I listened to, your explanation of it and yeah. what I listened to, there's a sort of uh, distillation of the um, information or topics you get from academe yeah. or from education and trying to like disperse it in yeah. a more relatable way, yeah. right, in topics that are not so high uh, social yeah. or like trying to be like a facade 
of high class, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Right? Because honestly, that's the thing that hits me every time I come back to the Philippines is the kind of highly stratified social classes. Mm. Like there's, I, I would argue that there's like an informal caste system yeah. based yeah. on certain like social uh, characteristics. Yeah. How well you speak English, yes. whether you're dressed in something nicer or a sando or mm. chinelas, right? Mm-hmm. If you're ta- if you're even taking public transport versus a grab, things like that, right? If you're maputinga, yep, yep. Yeah. You get a pass on sando on the sando chinelas thing. Yeah. Yep. yep. So you know there was a very interesting <laughs> parang, I forgot lang who wrote it. Parang bakit why Filipinos have come to resent English or has a have a suspicion towards English because English is the uh, no, is the language of the oppressor mm. not mm. necessarily well you think people resent it resent English suspicious suspicious of it yeah suspicious of it yeah. in, in the sense that not I'm not talking about Americans but English the language yeah it's it's an English speaker that told them that you cannot enter this job because you only went to the school it's mm. the it's an English speaker it's an English speaker that told them that they are stupid. Mm. It can come in the form of, an, of, of a very bad employer or a very bad teacher. Yeah. But you know what I'm seeing now, though? There's more people even in Manila that are just teaching their kids English. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I don't like. Like, I, even yeah. my, my brother, like, is teaching his, like, my nephews, like, speak more English than they speak Tagalog. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Bro, teach them Tagalog. Like, but you know, right now, the ane, even that's you know that's the very interesting part. Eh, the competition, yung the yung inculcation or the sense of competition already starts at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they're you're not teaching to me. Uh, the, what I'm trying, what I'm getting is you're not teaching your kids English because. Uh, because you want them to be very well, well, very. Uh, alam na lingwahe. You're teaching them English to to for them to be able to compete. Mm. Yeah. In the in the fast evolving world. Yeah. That, you know that privileges English, and you know you can't necessarily blame them. Uh uh-uh. but I think that's what's wrong eh, about some people mm. who prioritize English. Uh-uh. Sa pagtuturo sa mga anak nila, mm. it's because they. They, they're placing already privilege in that language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Na, and it's, it's, it's a language. Tagalog is a language, English is a language. Why would you put special privilege on English? And then the kid grows up thinking that I am more important than this other kid because I know... I, I know how to speak speaking. English better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think yung yung deeper problem when yeah. it comes to using English eh, in bringing up a child or just in schools even. I you know, you know, even at Tagalog, eh. I mean, even Tagalog, so many of the kids right now, the younger kids right now, are no longer. And I'm not that good at Tagalog. They're way better Tagalog speakers than I am. But I had a very sobering moment well, around two years ago that I, I, I was talking to the kids. It was a company call. In theater, so, yeah. So, because, uh, so company call is like after rehearsals meeting, where it's kind of like an alignment meeting. Uh, so, parang, I was parang, siguro parang, for the lack of better term, pinapagalitan ko sila. Parang, lagi naman natin ng konting, du- counting dunong yung ano natin, yung galaw na, yung trabaho natin. And then, suddenly, I heard a deafening silence, and then immediately, I recognized that nobody understood what dunong meant. Dunong meant, yeah. Mm. Diba? Dunong as in yung discarte. The knowledge, the skill, yeah. 
that that's very know how the know uh, the know how of things. Yeah. And th- this was that was very surprising for me because to me, Duno was still. So you're saying there's a loss of deeper uh, words, like deeper Tagalog words in yeah. this in this case. it's not deep. Yeah, actually, in in like southern suburb um, communities or provinces like Cavite uh, or the north Bulacan or even East Manila like Marikina, uh, we still use dunong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think it's just that Tagalog is now just used as a very informal yeah, yeah. way of um, communication. Mm. It's not deemed as something as important as English mm-hmm. when it comes to mm-hmm. the matter of parang, what is your medium of discourse mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. or education. Unless it's not English, it's mm. not, an, it's not yeah. considered. An, My friends who teach uh, jiu-jitsu in Bacolod, mm-hmm. they were uh, talking about how a lot of the kids who do come from the richer families, since it does cost money to send your kids to jiu-jitsu class, right? Yeah. A lot of them don't even understand Ilongo. Like local, yeah, even yeah, if they're the local, born yeah. and raised there, they're yeah. just like looking around like, what? Mm-hmm. And waiting until the English instruction of the moves and things like that come out and then they'll understand. Because yeah. you can easily raise a kid in private schools and in certain spaces where it's just all English. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I understand the argument for international competition, yeah. right? But the loss of local language is so sad. Yeah. And it's, I think there should be a shift in acknowledging, yeah, there's a benefit in being multilingual, yeah. right? But not lose the importance. Yeah. But, right? but with the K-12 system, you know, the failed experiment. The failed experiment, which <laughs> is not experiment anymore. It's yeah. already institutionalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I think they're not abolishing it. <laughs> no, they're not getting they're not. rid of K-12. Especially with the uh, expansion of all the private senior high schools already that are making are, a lot of money from... I might have heard wrong. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, parang they're, 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 in, in co- they're starting you, ano, eh, what do you call this? Um... Uh, in mother language, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know who ginagawa nila sa Zambales, kasi like Zambales, wala konti na lang marunong magzambal dun. Mm-hmm. Wala na nagzambal actually. Konti, konti, konti na lang. Pero ang weird kasi, kaya man parang wala naman ako nakita pag spike dun sa interest ng mga bata dun na magilokano. Kasi it's cultural eh. Mm-hmm. You have to have the desire to wanting to learn a language should come from upbringing from nurture eh. yeah, but, yeah. and at the same time I, I forgot who said it na the one way you kill a nation or a culture is to kill the language mm-hmm. and I, I probably some people would be mad hearing this na parang, no I'm not less of this just because I don't know how to speak this yeah. but then you, you cannot ignore the fact that not knowing a language deprives you of understanding the culture deeper yeah, yeah kind of like the conversation we, the, in class happened like for example Rice. Uh, the example the example given was rice. Uh-oh. Rice is different for Philippine for rice is different from kanin. Uh oh. Parang I don't think Americans will ever understand when they say rice, it's wheat. But then for Filipinos when you say kanin, it's not just wheat. It's not we don't think of it as vegetable. We think of it as this essential essential part of daily nourishment without which it's not Filipino. It's not Filipino. Oh, yeah. There are, there are people who would rather eat rice kaysa mag-ulam. 
Mm. Baling walang ulam, basta may kanin. Basta may only rice. Oh, may only rice. rice. Only rice. rice. Oh. Hindi nila maintindihan yun. So, oh. parang, how can you claim na, ano, na, you can, parang, ide- identifying as something is just, is one thing. Pero, you, you have to live the experience. Parang, I can claim na, ano, I can claim na, I want, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to be, be very politically incorrect. I could, for, for example, Punta ka America and then I claim I want to be black. I want to be black. Yeah. But then, you could have lived your experience, nila. Yeah. Alam mo yun? So it's very hard. Or at the same time, I don't speak their. I don't speak the way they do. Yeah. In the in the in the sense that I'm not saying it's different, pero alam mo yun, yung the way they go about it. Yeah. It means it's little to me. So how can I identify myself fully? Yeah. But I can. Commiserate, I can empathize, I can sympathize, but I cannot fully, you know, I cannot fully claim that, you know, I, I am in full, you know, I'm in full uh, identification of it. What, what um, kind of makes it clear to me about why it's somewhat of an issue is because in the U.S., there's a lot of Philams born there, raised there, mm-hmm. or even those who move when they were younger who've lost their language yeah. and are so sad about it that yeah. they're. But it comes also from the effect of assimilation, where yes. a lot of their own parents didn't want to teach their kids yeah. uh, Tagalog, Filipino, Ilocano because they're like it's going to affect your accent, accent yeah. right? And then you'll get bullied. I even have friends who've said that their own elementary school teachers told their parents, "Hey, just talk to." them in English because it's affecting their ability to like hang out with other kids like that mm-hmm. so there's like reinforcement of loss of language right yeah. then I come here and then I see locals uh, more so in Manila that Manila, are like yeah. just English focused right yeah. don't even that's why it affected me hello when my own nephew is like oh I don't know what that means in Tagalog yeah. right even yeah, yeah, yeah. in my Baloktot Tagalog right I know more right even if he's raised here yeah. right and that kind of comparison is crazy because you have Philams who are so sad and they're trying to learn in college, trying to get it back, yeah. right? Just so sad that they don't understand um, their home, their native tongue, right? And so that's why I'm, whenever I'm here, I'm like, fuck, I gotta work on my Tagalog. I gotta use it more and yeah. also make sure. I actually tell my little nephew, what are the two languages you need to know? English and Filipino. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, so he, yeah, yeah. like, I'm trying to ingrain it yeah, in his yeah. mind, yeah. right? That's why I do appreciate, like, uh, even if it is taglish, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it has English, it's still incorporating, right? Yeah. English and not prioritizing yeah. one uh, over the other. Yeah, right? but that's part of the struggle of trying to negotiate identities, mm-hmm. because he, here you have Phil M kids or Phil M millennials. I genuinely felt sad when he said that. Uh, like yeah. I, I, I felt my tears welling up because uh. I can imagine. I'm trying to very visual. I'm trying to imagine these fellow Filipino young people in the States probably who are taking up classes to learn their language again. And it, it's, I'm imagining people who are trying to reclaim something which should have been inherently theirs. Mm, mm-hmm. you're attending classes to claim something that should have been yours from the beginning, that's really sad. Mm. But then they have to let it go in order to survive. Yeah, yeah. So part ng... But then is it? 
They, I don't think it's necessary to let go to survive, but it was the result of trying to minimize attention Shit. being caught uh, 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 on you, uh, uh, minimize uh, uh. discrimination, right? Uh, uh. It's a survival mechanism, right? But it's not necessarily the most effective, right? Yeah. That's why I can't blame them, mm. right? I'm not trying to make them feel bad, like, you don't know your language, you're not Filipino, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? But it's like, shit, you don't know? Oh yeah, maybe because it's discrimination. You grow grew up in an area with not a lot of Filipinos. Your parents didn't want you uh -uh. to get bullied. But okay, now try, try, try yeah. to learn, right? Yeah. Try to use it. Surround yourself with yeah, people, para, ano, right? You have to. Para maitindihan mo yung ano yung kung bagay yung yung bagsak nung ano yung tunay nang laman nung kultura, de ba? Yeah. This iba talaga when it's Tagalog though. I yeah. always say yung pagmamahal is different in Tagalog. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 the the courtly ligawan is yeah. different yeah. when you're in Tagalog. There's something there's there's a different feel to things yeah. in another language, mm -mm. right? Yeah, That's why I think I, it's tied. I agree. Because yeah. when you say love, it's it's more ac action, eh. Uh -uh. But uh, when you say mahal. May value ano ne? It's value laden ne. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Not only do you love the person, but you you parang in in a way it's inane. You put it in a very monetary ba? Uh uh uh. Oh, kasi mahal is oh, expensive. Mahal. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. It can be translated in expensive. So meron siyang ganong resonance. Uh oh, meron. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's it's fun to be able to ano to understand. Yung mga ganong ano sa yung ganon. Pero yun nga. Kuya Chris mentioned na um, a lot of that adjustment or assimilation that happened in their in their communities is because of the decision that was made by the parents who yeah, raised yeah. these mm -hmm. um, Phil and millennials. And I think yun yung negotiation that we're trying to to parang reconstruct na we. Eh. Mm -hmm. Parang like kunare sa kami mga bayawak sisters. Bayawak, no, bayawak sisters. sisters like more or less there's a possibility we I guess end speaking up of bayawak uh, <laughs> you should know that Kuya Chris is a bayawak he's yeah, a, a, <laughs> a male he's oh, a male bayawak I've been officially recognized like, as a male bayawak when, when we saw him diba? when we saw parang, even just a picture eh, parang babayawakin to si Kuya uh, Chris because uh, uh, <laughs> when he, he, we saw him arriving a while ago oh bayawak ka si Kuya Chris then he said one of the stories he said to us he said he was going to be so I'm officially recognized. Yeah, okay, you're, you're, okay. you're, you're a male bayawa. I still need to understand what what that means. Yeah. Then we'll see. We'll see. You have to explain yeah. like what makes now, me a bayawak. Anisha, Chris. When you know that you're a bayawak, it's it's episte it's an epistemic rupture. What is known can no longer be unknown. Unknown, yeah. It's already <laughs> open. Natap na yung ano na shit bayawak ako. And then and then you suddenly recognize all the things that hey, meron pala akong kaliskis, meron pala akong kaliskis, meron pala akong kaliskis. Oo, it's very bayawak. Ayun nga nat. We have this ano eh, we have the we had this talk among us friends na who are bayawak na. Okay, more or less, there's a possibility we may end up marrying someone who's not Filipino. Mm. And we promised each, each other this. We will not raise kids who do not know how to speak Filipino. Because mm. if, why is it possible? Because when I lived in Cebu, I, I studied there for a bit. And Two years. I was, uh, for, uh, yeah, a year or more. Um, I was surrounded by um, halfies. 
by Filipino. Na fluent magsebuano. No, may iba na hindi. Na they're only fluent in English and the language of their father or their foreign parent. Na parang meron akong friend na he's fluent in Dutch and English, nothing else. Mm. And then when I asked him, like, why can't he speak Cebuano? Not even Tagalog, just Cebuano. Um, oh, because I was never taught it. Even my mom assimilated to Dutch. Mm. Like in the household, my mom would my mom would only speak in Bisaya or Cebuano to our help, mm. but not to my dad. And and I think in yung parang I think the decision should be changed. Mm. In parang uh, the parents mga magiging parents then na. Yes, there is undeniably an advantage placed, unfair advantage placed by society on English. English. But then you have to understand that the transmission of culture is your responsibility mm. then, yeah, as yeah. a parent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you're the first teacher, sir. Eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the tra- transfer of culture is important in raising a child, not just equipping them with tools na makakapag-compete sila. Mm. But who are they as individuals? Mm-hmm. Na yun yung kailangan mo ring in-nurture sa bata, I think. And ako thankful ako na even though my mom actually my mom, uh, my mom really taught me English from a very actually she told me that that was my first language, but then same, she same. quickly recognized that no my 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 daughter cannot go to school like this na hindi nga alam in language ng people mm. so she had to like make sure that I knew both languages. You even what's um, very resonant with me though is even if I visit uh, province areas, rural er- communities, even the uh, Lumad students who are Bakwit at UP, some of them know like four languages. Yeah. They know their local Manobo, yeah. they know uh, Bisaya, Tagalog, and English. Yeah, like, so it is possible. It's possible. Like yeah. what the fuck? How come the more privileged ones with higher class in Manila yeah. don't know because, shit? Because they're right? lesser place to negotiate with. Yes. Uh, yeah. They there there's no necessity mm-hmm. for them to communicate because yeah. they're already in the positions of power yeah, yeah. where they can easily yes. flow and everybody is in service to their English speaking tendencies. Alam mo ko i-raise lang natin yung bar of discourse para konti para college class natin. But the lesson we need some we need some bastusan. Okay, okay, makakapitbahay, okay, makalala aabot tayo diyan. Aabot tayo diyan. Hindi wala lang Kudazers episode ang nag-ahead nang wala mong nagpupunan. Oo, kailangan natin magputahan. Nina, na-open na natin eh, bago pa tayo mag-record eh. Yung ano pag-uusapan natin, things that are like rim jobs. Things that are like rim jobs. Why did why did that start kanina? Diba? You had a... Ah, yeah, because we were talking about weird food. Ano, food, food, like eating eating snakes. Kasi guys, aaminin ko, nakakain ako ng bayawak. Not the person ah. <laughs> not the not bayawak, not the ano, not the not the person, but the bayawak. Sa ano sa kaling bundok? Because literally, nakatira ako sa paanan ng ano ng zambales, nan bundok sa zambales. Bundok sa zambales. So every now and then, yung mga yung mga yung mga kaibigan ni dad who usually track don. Because ano eh nagara sila yung tao dito puras. Mm. Uh, what do you call that? Oh my God, na ano, may... Huh? Alam mo yung naghahalo yung Ilocano English? Uh-uh. Uh, Tagahalog at Bicol ko, kaya sa utak ko. Buras yung nagsispray. Uh-uh. They're mango farmers, so... Uh-huh. Every, na, dati nagbaba sila, then 
nag-serve sila ng ano ng bayawak. Bayawak. Oh. Tapos parang sabi ko, tapos parang and then nakuwento umabot dun sa point na nakuwento ko na rin na nakakain na rin ako na ahas. Tapos uh-oh. parang sabi, what does it taste like? Sabi ko, it's like frogs. It's like frog. Tapos parang, I don't know how, how frog tastes like. Tapos parang, that's me. Hindi ako, hindi ko. Then it came to the point na parang, so what were you thinking nung kakainin mo siya? Sabi ko, tapos parang, I cannot explain it. So parang sabi ko na lang, it's kind of like eating snake for the first time. It's kind of like Doing rim job for the first time. My <laughs> <laughs> Darwinism, it kind of began. Darwinism tells me that I shouldn't do this. Stay away from ass. Uh, stay away from ass. <laughs> but don't eat snakes. They're poisonous. But then, para, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Kumbaga, kung 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 sa sa poet, just make sure it's clean. So oh. sa snake, just make sure it's well cooked. Eh, yeah, yeah. Para para ng siya. But otherwise it's good. <laughs> so is it oh, okay lang hindi it's not your favorite pero you can eat it. Like that. Uh-uh. From time to time. From time to time. Parang in, in, in so, when do you give rim jobs? What's special location? birthday.
Really? Drink more water. Drink more water. Because ako like with a, with a guy, like, even with just the smell, you're you're dehydrated. Alam kung dehydrated ang guy kapag just the smell of the spunk. Oh, this is the smell of the tamod. Uh, oh, this is the smell uh, of the tamod. I know. That yung mga sinasabi na, ay, nako, ayoko na, ano, may tamod kasi amoy Zonrox. Girl, pacheck mo na yung jowa mo. Ay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's weird. Kasi, I'm not. Amoy naman ako ng, ay, nanakay naman ako. Parang, I never had that smell ng amoy Zonrox. I have experienced it. Sabi ko, yun, yun yung sinasabi ng amoy Zonrox. Yeah, uh, you know who always um, who always um, complains about their tamod like smelling like Zonrox or thinking it's normal that their tamod smells like Zonrox? Yeah. Teenage boys, cause their food is so unhealthy. Uh, but I never. Yeah. Wait, teenage boys complain that theirs? No, 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 they they, they uh, don't that complain that they just describe it as such. Uh, why are they smelling it, it themselves? Because <laughs> teenage boys are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you been there? <laughs> smell it. I mean, yeah. you ever had that moment that parang during your fir- the first time that I get ejaculate ka, parang, parang, what's this? What's this shit? Smells like Zonrox. Parang, sa akin, parang, something happened. Parang ganun lang. And then I just left it at that. Actually, fun fact, and I think Ali Wong also said this mm, in, in her comedy special. You know when you scratch your crotch? Mm. There's this inexplicable this, urge mm. to sniff your fingers. <laughs> to scratch uh, and sniff. <laughs> scratch and sniff. Not anything you scratch on your body, you sn- you pinipigilan mo yung human condition. It's tatreta niyo mo ang finger, not in public. Pero gusto siya amuyen. It's because it's an instinct to check if you have um an illness. Kung merong noxious ba sa secretions mo. Ah, so ano siya? Evolutionary. Yes, it's mm. evolutionary. Nung mas ano siguro, nung mas evolved by olfactory glands natin. Mm. Nadedetect mo kung minsan. Tama ba yung mga scientific? Yes, yes, Olfactory! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, yun. Dun mo siya na-check-check. Kaya nga, di ba, pag when you're, you have like, um, vaginal or genital discharge. Uh, discharge or ano, tinatanong ng doctor kapag nagpapacheck up, have you noticed anything smelling fishy? Yeasty. Yung mga ganun kasi nga, chinecheck yung amoy na ganun. But then, speaking of smells... <laughs> diba, tanong nurse. Yes. So, diba naiiba yung amoy right before a woman is about to have their period? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, uh-huh. okay. I knew it. Because... So, you're one of those guys. <laughs> what, what, what? What, what, what guys? What? <laughs> that, that was just... Just this one time okay. where I was like, huh, it didn't smell bad, but it was an it smelled it was, different. It smelled different <laughs> that I that I recognized, okay, but I it was with a different is. woman, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I was like, oh, I smelled this with that other woman that I know like was about to go on her period. So I was like, oh, is this the smell of the pre-period smell? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, okay. What does it have? Does that smell like? But it's not bad, but it's unique. <laughs> it's like a specific one. <laughs> yeah. Look at <laughs> Let me swish it out <laughs> and uh, spit. <laughs> uh, factory inhale. You have to inhale. <laughs> you know, I had a, I had a friend, guy friend, one once described Nevada. <laughs> it was so random. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what what 
kung may ano to kung anong pinagdadaanan niya that day parang we were we were in front of this cafe we always frequent yeah sabi niya you know what to, what pussy tastes like sabi niya sabi niya you know what pussy tastes like wishy man What? A wishy? Is that a wishy? A wishy? The, the shrimp? The shrimp crackers? Yeah. Like a... What? I, I need to talk to his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong. A yeah. wishy? It's like a wishy, man. It's like... Yeah. There's something wrong. Oh. I mean, There's something I, amiss. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how did our conversation go there. But, yeah. But, Sure. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. I mean, different, different pussies, different tastes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I found out too. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't know. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't know. But yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah, different, different tastes. But you guys, let me kuya Chris na ano na the smell before. Bago maregla. Uh, yeah. Ano ano siya? Di it's like there's a iron. Oh, maybe like the iron, steel. yeah, like yeah, yeah. Maybe smell. it's the blood. Yeah, it's the, the blood. preparation of the yeah, blood, yeah. right? Yeah, you can smell it. Yeah, now. so it's like, because it, I've also smelled like, wow, ano yibayan, ganon. And then, <laughs> and then, so I knew that that was bad. And <laughs> 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 I was so young and I was so like scared that I didn't tell her like and so I just stopped and then I was like oh, what what was wrong she said and I was like I, I don't know it's just me you know <laughs> like I'm not ready you know that time because I didn't really I didn't want to tell her to make her feel bad yeah. I think I should have told her just for health yeah. stuff yeah, 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 yeah. I remember say, like being so surprised I was like what is this yeah. and then but the one before the regla it's not bad it's not like Parang may sakit. It's just It obvious. It is your word unique. Yeah, unique. Yeah. yeah, it's a unique. I think iron smell. Yeah, that's yeah. like pre preparing. Yeah. Right. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Now that it's confirmed by the nurse. All right. Yeah. All right by top 20 nurse. No. Heterosexual sex is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> why? What makes it different? That wait. Do some question. Do some. Um, Uh, like non-heterosexual are there those who only do oral or like or are there folks who just like do all like gay folks do penetration like that mm. are there but or are there like some gay folks who just do like oral and no penetration like yeah that? depending on the preference I'm, pre I'm pretty sure one, once or twice they've delved they've delved in that territory And they've all went to the land down under. Yeah. So, but some would prefer na ah, ayoko kasi I can't mababa pain threshold ko. Mm. Mga ganun. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure mo. I'm pretty sure naman. I think most. It's safe to say that most have tried. Yeah. To go there. You know, it's a whole different world. Like uh, down, to. No, in terms of like from a heterosexual cisgender heterosexual dude, right? Talking to like cisgender, I mean, yeah, cisgendered homosexual dudes, like, and some of my friends, right? There's like whole another world. I just learned about prep. It's called. Have you heard yeah. about prep? Like, it's their like pill. It's like they have a pill they but take every for, day. That, but that's for pause. Huh? No, no, that's. Ah, the prep, prep, yung sa ano yung prep na ngayon. 
for gay guys who want to bear back. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, yeah, to prevent, yeah. to minimize, yeah. or even even uh, guy. I know some friends who don't bear back, but they're just doing it for safety. Yeah, like yes, just yes. in general, like an everyday uh, pill to prevent HIV. Prop na inisig ko puta in prophylaxis. Wait, isn't that what's prophylaxis? Laxative? No, no, no. Prophylaxis is like for like antibiotics. Oh, okay. But no prep. I've heard of prep. Yeah. Minimize yung ano. You you drink it. Para you drink it a certain few uh, number of hours before na, before uh, ano, I think that before nga in some cases. Eh. Uh, na para maminimize yung risk ng transfer ng HIV. Uh, yeah. So para nagko condom ka na, tapos nagpe prep ka pa. So parang zero to net. Parang zero, but near to zero percent siya. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask, since we're on this topic, right? Mm. Philippine context, give me a little bit um, where where the Philippines stands for LGBTQ folks, mm. queer folks. Because, for context, let me speak from me being raised here. I think I was raised very homophobic and with the patriarchal tendencies that I've only uh, started, like, started to confront that homophobia just even like 2016 in 2017 mm. when I realized that I held on to like uh, critique mm. or uh, like deep rooted things of even me que- there were some times where I was like questioning if I was gay right yeah. then I would be worried that yeah, I was I questioning right I was so worried that because of the homophobia ingrained, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Not even allowing me to think of the pot or even accepting the possibility, oh, what if mm. I am, right? Because yeah. it's so ingrained, the homophobia is there that anything is immediately, no, no, ho, ho, no, yeah, yeah. right? So, where do we, so acknowledging that, because I was raised here until like I was 12, right? And I was raised um, in terms of the traditional titos, there's a lot of like the spacos, mm. massage parlors, yeah. right? Where it's very like uh, hyper sexualizing yeah, yeah. um, being cisgendered, like that. Um, actually, Anoya, right now, I could honestly say that, it's, that the Philippines right now, is, we've come a long way. But still, we're still in the trenches of, ano, of we're, we're only still queer tolerant. Tolerant. Yeah. Parang in yeah, theory, parang I can accept queers in theory, but when I see it in action, that's another thing altogether. I mean, I can only speak for the queer experience, the male, the male homosexual experience. But you know, kung if we're going to talk about lesbian, may I could. There's a few. Like for example, the only accepted uh, lesbian identity here, the butch. And mm-hmm. when, I say, when I say accepted, <coughs> parang yun lang yung pinaniniwalaan nilang tibo. So unless mm. maik- hindi maikli yung buhok mo or you're, hindi ka tibo. Hindi ka tibo. Ang, ano, pero kasi tibo in itself is also very culturally, ano eh, culturally charged din siya. Um, pag yung mga babae na they consider themselves as lesbian pero effeminate pa rin yung gender expression nila, Sabihin, ah, face lang yan. Okay, yeah, lang. yeah, yeah, yeah. Invalidate yung identity nila. All. Or like, for example, yun, yung mga ganun, kasi pinapakita nila na feminine pa rin sila, they still wear skirts, parang, that makes it a reason for, for example, for, ano, rape for straight. Yeah, yeah, diba? rape, oh, rape for straight. Rape yeah. for straight, like, irarapin yung, ano, lesbian, parang, kailangan lang niya ng lalaki, kailangan lang, lang niya ng tite. Kailangan lang niya ng tite. Mm. Diba, that was the furor, that's the slight furor over the popularity of, uh, Moira's song, diba, yung titibo-tibo. Yeah. Diba? 
did you hear no, that song? I don't know that. Basta this this tit that titibotibo like uh, uh parang like like acting like acting tomboyish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tomboyish. I think if you're going to translate it, tomboyish. That's the that's the translate. Uh, that's a loose translation of it. Parang I'm this girl. I'm this girl who, who who used to be one of the boys, and then suddenly because you came into my life. You presumably a man or a boy came into my life. Suddenly, I've, I've shed that skin of this tomboyish charm, and now I'm suddenly this complete girl, girlie fantasy. Mm-mm. So yeah, and may mga nung politics na involved when it comes to lesbian. Pag sa queers naman, homosexuals, <coughs> uh, sa mga bakla. Yeah, uh, actually, even yung ane, even yung the term bakla, uh, may ano siya, may a, a lot of homosexuals are still very uh, are, are reluctant to embrace yung ganong ano yung ganong title because bakla still for a lot the popular belief pa rin is bakla is still the psychosexual inversion of you born a man still think of yourself as a woman mm. diba? parang ganon pa rin uh, when for, for a lot of people when you say you tell you see that you're bakla they, they construe it na so maging babae oh so the construction <laughs> Is more so uh, that you're trans, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Rather than you're cisgendered uh-huh. uh, male that uh, yeah. wants to be sexual Pero with other males. For the longest right? time, yun yung running, lo- yung opera- operational term is. So para uh, nagan siya, pe- na nagconflate na siya into one category. Mm. Pero maganda ngayon in in regions, certain regions, nagkakaroon na ng renewal for certain. <coughs> For certain uh, other, for other gender, for other homosexual or queer identities like the Visayan Agi, Mm-mm. that uh, if if I'm correct, if memory serves correct, ang the Agi is more ano, what they call this, ma, pa, 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 paano na siya, parang papunta na siya ng trans pero hindi, de ba? Because uh, there are different terms for the bakla. Meron meron bayog, bayogin. Bayogin, that's a Tagal- Tagalog term. I think from Cavite or basta bayo- bayog is a certain type of bamboo. Bayogin is a certain type of bamboo na nagbebend. <laughs> and then sa other, I forgot lang yung mga tribes, the asog. The asog is the parang uh, mayroon siyang babaylanic function. Uh. So, na ano siya, na ang purpose niya is uh, hindi siya tra- cross-dresser, parang gender-crosser siya. When you say you're gender-crossing, Uh, the society, the society ma- you maneuver in allows you to. You know, you no longer, you just don't. Because when you cross, when you cross dress, you're only putting on the the garments of the opposite gender or of the opposite sex. But when you gender cross, your whole, the whole of you becomes female. Mm. The the another what they call this the society. You the society you move in accept and the society you know. You move around, accepts it. Like the asogs, the medieval, uh, the the pre-colonial asogs even had husbands. Mm. And they, this is uh, this is based from the research of J. Neil Garcia, one of my mentors and professors in UP. Mm. So may yun yung maganda doon because in queer studies here in the Philippines, parang uh, yung mga queers from the provinces. Are are already being encouraged to explore yung kanilang mga sariling local identities, local queer identities. Mm. Right now, hindi lang kasi ako well equipped enough to be able to discuss. And at the same time, I'm not ano, I'm not in the position to be to discuss their lives, inner lives in detail. 
but here in Manila, <coughs> here in Manila, here in Manila, ano? Eh? Ano? Parang increasingly, um, queers or parang very ano um kumbaga visibly queer people mm. are now parang they're more tolerated hindi nga ano eh, hindi maybe accepted fully but more tolerated especially sa mga workplaces like yeah. before there is a clear discrimination against trans people and gay people when it comes to employment like, yeah i remember the 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 the, the issue two years ago do it ano friend ko yan eh Mm-mm. cb let's call her let's call her they because uh, ano, non-binary siya eh. yeah. Let's call they uh, si B. Uh, si B applied for the Jollibee for a Jollibee jo- uh, position in Jollibee. Uh-oh. Tapos he was uh, they, uh, they were they were discriminated against. Yeah. Because ano siya? Uh, non-binary non-bi- person. Non-binary person siya. It became viral and it was only a, a, a few a few a week ago since yeah. we celebrated siya. But then ngayon may bagong issue di ba yung Sa Farmer's Mall. Oh, yung sa Cubao. Yeah, yeah, this was just um, a couple of days ago na still mainit pa rin sa balita ngayon. Yeah. Wherein a trans woman used the female restroom and she was cuffed by the policeman. Like the janitress called the policeman and the policeman apprehended her and actually parang detained her. And yeah, now... Which makes no sense. It makes no sense. And, and she decided to fight against yeah. it and now the mall is in trouble especially that there are actually enacted laws against discrimination sa Quezon City yeah so oh, now yeah. now they're in deep shit mm. na parang nag, there's uh, protective laws yes there's protective laws yeah like if you don't QC? want like if pero there's still ano eh meron pa rin loopholes eh. yeah. like if you don't want them using <coughs> the gender they, they they identify with na then provide the gender neutral then, then provide the gender neutral um, restroom which they failed so now, san iihi yung trans? So mm-hmm. you don't give them any choice but to use that um, restroom that they identify with anyways. Mm-hmm. Na parang, ano ba yung contention about it that you think that they're gonna assault another woman in that restroom just because of the assumption that they possess a functioning penis? Parang yun yung, mm-hmm. yun yung parang, yun dun nag yung... <coughs> argument when in fact they just want to pee mm-hmm. <laughs> they just want to pee then parang kaya nga kung walang specific gender dress room then provide one that will accommodate them but then yun nga yung very violent yung response to that kind of mundane action for so, so you see what and, i say uh-oh. it's queer tolerant uh-oh, tolerant but still and that's why i think the i know the discussion still needs to be st- needs to be variated and there needs to be more voices because you know i'm just not talking about queers but also to women and about i'm also about talking about women about you mga nasa margins yeah na very precarious pa rin ang buhay nila yeah the, mm. it's da- dangerously precarious and i use the term deliberately dangerously precarious because see Iihi lang yung tao. Mm-hmm. Parang, I could get, parang, hindi sa, it's not right. It's not right pa rin. I could get pa sana kung ano, reprimand. Mm-hmm. Pero yun, aarestuhin mo, uh-huh. brabrasuhin mo. Parang, girl! Uh-huh. <laughs> girl! <laughs> Tataa. Tataa. <clears throat> Kasi the, still, andun pa rin yung ano, the natural <coughs> impulse towards queer is still violence. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> not just in, not just uh, physical violence, but also in different other types of, uh, different other types of abuses. Mm. Psychological, emotional, 
So, and done. So, and, and also yung really huge pa rin na discussion ngayon in Philippines. Mm -hmm. Na it's still a uh, one of the top topics and debate here. Yeah, same, uh, sex same sex marriage. Yeah, yeah. And I think because of yung very Catholicized society or Christianized society ng Philippines, there's a misuse of religious freedom here. Yeah. Na parang, yes, there is religious freedom. You can practice your religion. But the thing about a lot of Filipinos is, I am not allowed by my religion to do this, so you cannot do it. Mm. Parang, kumbaga, allergic ako sa, kunwari, sabihin natin, allergic ako sa... Hipon. Sa hipon. Kaya hindi ka pwedeng kumain ng hipon. Parang, yeah. it doesn't make any sense na... So, at the same time, nakakalimutan ng mga tao the, the separation of state and church. Mm. So, parang hindi kayo pwedeng maglikali sa same-sex marriage kasi bawal yun sa batas ng Diyos. But then, the, the thing is, our laws are... are is the constitution, not the laws of the church. Mm -hmm. So, andun yung laging... But then they would argue that there's a higher law. There's a higher law. At the same time, andun din yung side natin na the lawmakers themselves are religious. Yeah, yeah. So, meron pa rin, there is a very, very, ano pa rin, uh, visible um, discrimination pa rin. Although, meron na siyang, nakablanket na siya in Filipino society na it's not like sobrang barabal na yung pang-discriminate yeah. sa mga, mga baklap or sa mga trans or sa mga queers but there is these na makikita mo in the pockets of daily living na there are still places that and um, privileges that queers cannot access as easily as uh, cisgender or, or uh, heterosexual yeah. individual kaya nga ako to me as, as someone with an interest to, uh, in queer studies napaka-important sa akin or queer performances napaka-important sa akin in uh, in bringing out or articulating stories from all sectors to accommodate all sectors kasi even the presentation in media uh, okay paunti-unti nababawasan na yung ano yung nababawasan na yung punchline bak baklang punchline pero Ngayon naman, may bagong virulence, virulence trait naman na lahat naman ng bakla, addict sa sex. Mmm, yung mga ganyan. Al alam mo yun? So, parang puta pare, kailangan talaga may sala kami, di ba? Uh -uh. So, it's... Why can't, like, for example, why can't a character be gay and he not... At yung magiging problem niya is not exclusively because he is gay. Mm -mm. Di ba? Parang... Kalimbawang mag maghihirap siya, naghihirap siya kasi bakla siya. Okay. <laughs> may mga ganun ano siya. Then why can't he be poor? Because that's the material, that's his social material reality. Na by the way lang yung pagiging bakla niya. Oo, oh, oh, diba? Na, na, para, that's, those are the stories that I argue for. Those are the stories that I want people to see. Because, you know, diba? Chimamanda, Chimamanda, DJ, show a people repeated, in the same way repeatedly, repeatedly, they will become. And what was that, Chimamanda? What? Chimamanda Adichie. She's uh, this African author, uh, the best, uh, the best-selling author of uh, uh, that. What's that book? Something, something, sun, some. Something, something. I forgot. Basta lalalok lang iba ni book. Purple hibiscus. Basta. She's this really good author. Uh, and then. She had this talk about the danger of a single story. Mm. Yeah, the danger, mm. of, the, the a danger story. of the single story. Sabi naman niya, it's not, the problem with stereotypes is not that they are true, but that they are incomplete. Mm. 
Diba? Uh, and at the same time, if you want, di parang she quoted this quote na parang, if you want, uh, no, if you want to dispossess a people, start with second. Start with the second. Mm. Parang, uh, start with the, start with the natives flinging us, shooting arrows, and not with the colonial invasion, then you get a different story. Yeah. Mm. So start with the gay guy having, start the story with a gay guy ha- having HIV. HIV, yes. Then you, I, I suppose that maybe possibly he was raped, or maybe possibly he was uh, he was forced into prostitution because your perception of because you're gay you want it, mm. because you're gay you want it anyway, or because he was ano uh, because he was this he is dispossessed he was he was bullied or he was abused, that's why he was he was he 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 would take any other kind of love or any form of love in what they even even in most anemic state. Then you have a different story. Mm, mm, mm. Uh-uh. So, parang that's that's my ano. And again, this is not just for queers, but this is also for everyone who's mm. who's felt like their stories have not been ano articulated. We do not have that one great big ambition, but you know, but if we could contribute. If you could use this uh, platform as a way to contribute into helping people into getting their stories across, yeah, mm-hmm. or in, in making them realize their stories just as is is just as special as any other people, then you know, then I guess that we're, we're maybe doing a good job. Yeah, we we we, we, we could sleep go, we could sleep at night na masaya. The same way I, I the same way your podcast is you know exposing or. Making impl- making bringing to fore these Filipino stories, these film experiences, because you know, fil- uh, even until now, very, ako kalte alam ko with the film experience. Yeah, which is I think um, when I listen to Kuya Chris podcast, I understand more what's happening with the film fil- mm. um, experience. Because I do not know. I honestly do not know anything that's going on. I feel like once they've boarded that plane. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then transferring their life from here to there. Na parang I do not know already what's going on with other Filipinos who are who do not share the same parang kumbaga motherland experience that I have. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe I'm unfortunate enough that all everyone that I know have migrated. Yeah. You know, never had that. You know that itch. To go back and actually relearn, you mm. know, or some a lot of them have kind of adopted this holier than thou, or this my skin is lighter than yours. Yeah, <laughs> uh, an attitude about things. And interestingly enough, when I was um um starting to market Kodazers and also start starting to make connections abroad, um for Kodazers, so I I did this parang kumbaga spree of following people on Instagram, like just using the hashtag Filipino, Filipinex, Pinoy, and all that. And I see a lot of Instagram accounts that are dedicated to the Filipino community or Filipino <coughs> artists in the States or in Canada. And... Um, Ito ba si Ano? Mamaya. Secret story, Mamaya. There are things that I discover about Philippines because of their art. Mm. Na parang, minsan, Alam mo yung sinasabi nila na dahil lagi kang meron nun, kumbaga ikaw sa Zambales, di ba nung pumunta tayo kami sa lugar nyo, hindi ka parang masyadong give in dun sa pupunta sa liwliwa. Kasi taga dun ka. Na parang you can afford not to go there because you're from there. Na you don't really, not saying that you don't appreciate the place, but you, it's just that it's not a big thing for you that the, 
that I'm Lilliwa is there. I'm just scared of the beach. <laughs> it's really scared bad. of the beach? Parang kumbaga. Because I cannot swim. <laughs> it's, be, it's only because I'm 5'8 that I'm alive. <laughs> Natipong ako, um, my dad is very Ilocano. My mom is half Ilocana. And I'm probably the only Ilocana who's never been to Baguio. Mm. And oh I God. don't have the urge to go there just because I know it's accessible anyway. Mm. But then I think that's what happens with a lot of Filipino American people, especially the youth, na because they're not in direct contact with that culture, with the places, with the materials, with the um, media, and yung history. Mm. They have this need to reach out for it, not in the same way that we reach out uh, to it in the motherland. You know, in my prof before kind of ano she brought up she you know parang nung pinoint out niya yon parang na medyo na mind fuck kami na parang it's so clear as to why did i not see it parang ganyan yung iniisip na may why is there no philippine study center mm. in this, mm-hmm. the same way na meron naman uh-uh. in pero why is there not a philippine study center the way there's american study center mm. uh-uh. bakit mm. la, la bakit mm. most of philippine study center Nasa ibang bansa. bansa. Nasa mm-hmm. Yus- mm-hmm. America or Europe. Mm. Sabi niyo, why? Sabi niyo, because, ganito, because exposed na tayo. Yeah, but then, why? As an, uh, academically speaking, sabi niyo, parang, ang da- dami-dami. Tapos sabi niyo, pinoyin out niya, na parang kahit kami, nainis kami sa sarili na, and then at the same time, exasperate kami. Because the artifacts ay nasa kanila. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kailan lang ba nabigal, nabalik ang balangiga bell sa atin? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So, marang maraming, mar- parang yung prof ko sabi niya, there are some articles na parang, parang, oh, kasi parang she was discussing with some of her colleagues na nag-aaral sa, ano, sa na, University of, ano, kung Columbia, for example. Yeah, I'm looking for, ano kasi, parang kulang pa yung method, yung kulang pa yung, ano ko, yung corpus ko ng gantong, ano. Available naman yun dito sa amin. Sabi ko, oh, puta, bakit sila meron ganun? Uh-huh. Because they got all our ano, treasures. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck! Oh my god! Oh my god! So um, it's amazing. The things that you kind of kind of now open up I think for uh, Phil Ams, uh, a lot of the ones who are raised there feel a need to rediscover or reconnect because even if you're born there and raised there, there's still a feeling of being the other. Mm. Like, because yeah. it's still mainstream, white, like, that's the dominant narrative, unless you are in a, a very diverse place, right? Yeah. The educational system is still um, focused on the white experience, on American um, superiority, in a sense. And so you're raised, like, in a way, like, no, I'm still different. Yeah. Like, I'm still American. I know I'm American, but then there, I'm still I'm something else because I'm not the white American. Yeah. Right? And then I was actually talking to, um, there was a lecture I attended of a teacher here at UP who's like a dancer, and she's talking about, like, Philippine dance, right? Uh, mm-hmm. th- this, is her, does her name start with R? I forgot now. I'm bad with names. Very small? She, small? Woman. Kind of petite, but she teaches now ballet. Um, and then she used to be professional dance out here, and then, uh, but now she's more of teaching. And then she taught um, this lecture on Philippine cultural dances, and then talks about um, how like there's those. Na- I would say a name, so anyway. Yeah, I'm so- sorry, Prof. I'm bad with names, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure this small girl short here. 
I no longer hair. Or I don't know. I, Mga for- dito. I think maybe. Leg. Yeah, I forget. I forget na. Uh, pero she was saying like how it's crazy how you're go you have to like give scholarships for people to even want to study um, cultural dance, Filipino cultural dance here at UP, right? Mm-hmm. But there in the states, a lot of the student orgs like want to learn, are hungry to learn like Filipino dances, like mm-hmm. the Filipino clubs and things yeah. like that. Like we have. Uh, uh, Filipino Cultural Night yeah. and it's like a whole production yeah yeah they do they, they try to study that the sarong manok whatever and all the tinikling and try yeah. to do like try to reinvent it try to get the most authentic things like that because there's just a desire to reconnect and find something yeah. right um, while here it's maybe not the most prestigious thing to study Right, mm-hmm. um, it, where people struggle to even like, all right, get people involved. But I cannot, I cannot name more than I know ten Filipino dance. That's a lot, though. You know, if ten is ten is a lot, I can't name ten dances. One of, one of our <laughs> friends is actually a member of the Bayanihan dance mm-hmm. troupe, mm-hmm. and you just mentioned like there's a lot, there's a demand in the states to yeah. learn about these dances, and and it's not as prestigious as. It is would, as it should be here. Yeah, which is true because this friend of ours, who's part of Bayanihan, uh, the national dance group, they all have second jobs. Yeah, because yeah. there's no money coming there's in no money for Bayanihan dance group, yep. and that just blows my mind. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I'm sorry, I'm still naming dancers. Name, <laughs> name, name, name. Let's go. Uh, Singkil. Okay. Karinyosa. Okay. Tinikling. Okay. Pandango sa ilaw. Okay. Karatong. Okay. Ah, uh, sayo, uh, ba, yung sa bao. Malalatik. Malalatik. Okay. Oh. Six. Tapos, ah, uh, ano pa, ano pa? Itik-itik. Seven. Oh, yung tapos, ah, ah. Karinyosa? Hindi. No, that's the... Ano yun? With the fans? Yung ano, hindi. Mm-hmm. Yung, the, um, sa, sa mga lumad. Ah, p- p- hindi, hindi pa nga lay. Ah, oh, hindi. Iba, iba, may, may... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Pakalay! Pangalay, hindi. Pa, 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 pangalay yung ano Pangapir. Yung ano, yung Uh, and then also some of those are more of the Hispanicized ones. Right? Is, yeah. yeah, the uh, Maria Clara suite, mm-hmm. right? More so than just the indigenous quote-unquote yeah. pre-colonial ones. Yeah, right? yeah. Like there's a huge history of just uh, colonial impact. I think that's what we're still unpacking, right? And all these and you know issues. What I've noticed about huh. um, Phil M's and Filipinos outside the Philippines in general. You have way more Filipino tattoos than us. <laughs> yeah, way yeah. more. Like shout out. Like you have way better like Filipino tattoos than us here. Maybe it's because 
it's still highly like stigmatized here in the especially in terms of religious impact right about even my mama was like you don't if you mark your body that's marking your soul and stuff like that the <laughs> of like why it's, it says in the bible not to mark your body yeah. like that so yeah. and it's highly religious still here in the philippines yeah. and ako gusto right. ko magpatato gusto magpabutas ng ilong pero gigilitan ako ng magulang ko kung ginawa ko yun see 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 that's why when I got my tattoo, I made it for family, for my mom, so, so she can't like get mad. My mom's name is Flora, so I got a flower. I said, Mom, Mom, look! It's look, you! It's you! It's you! Tapos, and, and my dad's name, CDG, on top, and they're yeah. next to each other, right? Yeah. And then, pero, they already separated. Nabahiwalay mm. na sila, and my mom was like, Why, why is my, why is your dad on top of me? Huh? Why, why? Because the letter is on top of the flower. And I'm not a flower, I'm a swan. So, shit, putang yan, I have to get a swan now. <laughs> Oh, I got the swan. I didn't see Mama. So there's any swan. Swan, so no, oh, dito, dito, dito. Oh, so, I gotta get the swan. Yeah, so the one was a flower, dito. So I had to get the swan. And then when I showed it to her, uh, you could, she's like, parang galit siya, pero I could see the smile. It's like, hehehe. Going there. It's like, it's like the, the, the mama already have the pamalo, but then she sees it's her. She's like, that's the secret. Okay, una kong gawin. Wala nang patatuo ako. Oh, pero pangalan mo. Rose for Lola. It's for Lola. Don't you love your mama? Wala nang hindi ang gagana bubugbugin pa rin ako niya yan. Actually, the first um, thing that my dad said when he saw that I have a tattoo, and he actually saw because when I got out of the shower, nakatapis lang ako. I just have like my towel around me. It's like, hoy, ayan. <laughs> just like the pointing to my tattoo, and then he was just like thinking for like five seconds, and he was like, "Demonyo ka na ba?" And it was a serious question, like "Demonyo ka na ba?" I'm like, what? What is that question even? And then. It just it just showed me like how like really different they see tattoos. Yeah. Mam, yeah. yung ichuro ko nang alang de ba? Remember yung text sa pinakita ko sa yung message ng tatay ko. Ah ah ah. De ba parang? Because you lost weight and all that. I, I lost weight. Tapos I I had a fa uh, I had a Instagram story face na na sa messenger story. Nakse sync sa messenger story na. I was in a bar. Parang it's just, it's not even a bar. It's like a this. This speakeasy. Speakeasy na parang. Yung, 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 you know, yung yeah, typical acoustic jam, acoustic yeah, jam yeah. tapos kumagano'n, tapos parang kanta-kanta, eraser heads mga yung tumutugtog eh. Yeah. Parang kinakatayo, ano yung, yung magazine? Oo, nakita-kata sa magazine. Tapos parang kagano'n, tapos I was, I was lip-syncing with my friend. Tapos parang sabi ng tatay ko, parang, ah, ba't, ba't adik ka na ba? Sabi niya, ano? Nag-adik-adik ka na ba? Parang, sabi niya, sabi ko, ano, ano po? Sabi ko, may uko sabi niya uki ni nam para uki ni nam ati adroga droga matgaya ti arabidam daytam daytam Manila para sa parang parang penyeta ka parang pagdudroga naman yata inatupag mo sa Manila sabi ko bakat tapayat mo na sabi ko kaya na food poison ako last week pa di ba kausap mo ako food poison di ba parang food poison ka kasi sa droga 
And clean po. And clean po. <laughs> 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 Pero, di ba, may ganong ano sila, may ganong idea pa rin na, yeah. and, can I ask? Di, kasi you said na, ano, oy, hindi po yun totoo, ah, na food poison po talaga ako. <laughs> Klaro lang, just to be clear. Just to, just to be clear. Just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Malinis po ako. Anyway. So, Kuya Chris, you said na you moved to, ano, to America when you were 12. Uh. So, when you when you moved to America ba, did the, did the, ito na yung mga, ano, mga quick, quick, quick fire quick question. Quick fire, sige, quick answer. Sige, ano yung mga ch- uh, Filipino growing up checklist? Uh. Chinelas. Yes. The bahay, you're talking about in general usage. Like you palo. Know. Palo. Oh, yeah, of course. Chinelas. Yes. Hanger. Hanger, no, we didn't use the hanger. Hanger. Uh, belt. Belt, yes. Belt. Walistambo. <laughs> um, Walistambo. When we were here, sa Pilipinas, we didn't use the Walistambo sa US. Oh, uh, okay. You can't uh, buy it na there. Mungo, yes. Napamungo ka? Napamungo ka? Luhod sa mungo? Hindi, uh, sa asin. Oh, papaya seed, I think, pala. Or, yeah, papaya seed. Try to remember kung ano. Sa asin ako, pinaluhod. Hindi yeah. niyata ko na pa. Ganito yung luhod, then. Yes, uh, uh, with the books uh, pa nga eh. Oh, I didn't do the books. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, ano ba ba yung mga checklist natin? Sa ano? Sa growing up Filipino. Growing up Filipino. Pinapesayaw ka sa reunion, yes, parties, yes. 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 Pinakanta. Pinakanta, you know? yeah. yeah. Pero most of those that you're saying, I did it, it's here. Oh, yeah. We didn't really do it when I was there. Na. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. How was the growing up? Because, you know, a lot of people would say na, parang, this is typical topics. But yeah, that's what we want to hear. Ako, frankly, I'm, ano, I'm curious because, you know, when the, yung mga... Y- yung mga Filipino Filipinex friends ko na nagaling sa ibang bansa you know we don't talk about this it's usually and usually na may meet ko lang sila sa party setting yeah mm-hmm. and at the same time di, alam mo yun so how was the experience growing up nung pagpapalaki sa'yo when you went to America na? the I think in general at home parang you still have the family values diba mm-hmm. like of course always listen to nanay lola is home I mean also it's iba din don minsan kasi it's a little more expensive to live there so everyone's in one house also so yeah. the same culture that we have here where everyone's close you also have there so I had tita at home cousins yeah. um, and then pero mostly everyone's working also I think the main thing for me was fitting in mm-hmm. the, what was the struggle because I also had accent once I uh, got there tapos when I first moved to an area in LA there was like no Filipinos there was maybe like three or four and I immediately found them right? mm-hmm. so oh you're Filipino and then yeah. we became friends but it became a process of trying to find quote unquote my identity mm-hmm. like yeah. okay where do I fit do I hang out with the Chinese do I hang out with uh, my last name is Guerrero so I was hanging out with the Mexicans <laughs> and, that. and then like trying to fit in but at the same time I was so inundated with the American dream when yeah, I was here yeah. in the Philippines, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. So my crush was Lizzie McGuire when I was a kid. So I had this like addiction with, let me get, get a white girlfriend like that. So my crush was like this white girl that was so ingrained. Now that I think about it, like, wow, I'm also like 
just socialized to mm. glorify being white. Yeah. And I even dressed like like Hollister, Abercrombie and Fish. Those are like yeah. those white brands like that got popular yeah. during my high school time. So I think it was a whole process, multiple years of just kind of like, all right, what do I do? Like and that's why I didn't really do well in school versus my sister who was a little bit older and then did really well when we first immigrated. So mm -hmm. It was kind of an assimilation struggle, like yeah. at first, like try yeah. to find. All right, what does it mean for me to be here now? Yeah, That's yeah. why I think uh, when I talk to other people who move there, they say it's the 1.5 generation where you're not born there as a second generation Phil Am, yeah. but then you're like in this transition because yeah, you, you have a too. memory of the Philippines. Mm. You grew up here for a certain amount of time, but then. Now you go somewhere else. You for, you spend formative years there, but then the Philippines is no longer your home home because yeah. you're not fully engaged there. But the yeah. U.S. is not your home home either because you still have your green card and you're still an immigrant. And then additionally, there's some anti-immigrant rhetoric, right? Growing up, so it's this constant like renegotiation with even yourself about what is your home. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the main thing. And I only found it out more, or it kind of stabilized more so once I did come back here, spend some time here, but also once I found a community of like Filipino folks out in the Bay Area oh. in Daly City. And then I was like, oh, okay, we all have a wide range of different experiences, mm -hmm. right? But we're all rooted in certain aspects of our culture. And then it's for you on the individual level then to renegotiate and yeah. to define like, mm -hmm. what do you really want to, mm -hmm. uh, in order for you to feel comfortable in identifying yourself as a Filipino, mm -hmm. right? And then, or also as an American. That's why I really stick with the, um, descriptor as Filipino American, mm. right? I don't. I some. Yeah, I'm Filipino. I'm American, but I'm really am Filipino American in that sense. Yeah, yeah. because natively speaking, you're Filipino, but then the live reality muna is American. Yeah, yeah, like high school, college there. Like even, I guess the even the way years. people treat your fellow Filipinos treat you now. Yeah, even here. Yeah. Even even if I try to speak Tagalog, obvious naman when I speak, it's like, oh, slang, why, 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 why do you yeah. have... That's why I like going out of Manila because if I'm in Bacolod, Iloilo, they're like, where are you from? I just taga Manila, sorry. English ero lang. Like, it's a little more like, but here, it's obvious, right? Like, yeah. you're from abroad, yeah. right? You're not here, even if I'm trying to speak straight Tagalog also, right? So, it's obvious that I'm also an other right yeah like um that's why i'm like i, I just realized mas ma mas mataas yung bosses niya pag nananagalog yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i changed the register uh, yeah, there's a different it's register yeah. yeah you have a higher register yeah there. i noticed that too i also go into this like tito like ah, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah. when it is tagalog yeah. <laughs> i guess it's like that code switch i don't know why they say um, my friend who's a linguist says that when we learn languages, it's placed in different parts of our like mouth and oh. stuff like that oh. for some reason. I don't know. But yeah. wala tayo natutunan na ganyan kay Ingrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's true. That, um, even my friends who are 
polyglots. Yeah. They 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 hear yung difference. Pero oh. technically pol pa, basta pag more than three language na alam mo polyglot ka na eh. I can't okay. speak Ilocano kasi I understand it but mm. I don't speak it. Same with Bisaya, I understand it right now. Parang kaunti na lang, ma-perfect ma- ko lang yung Bicol ko, polyglot yeah. na ako. Yeah, so you see all know a lot. That's the that's the thing. That's why I got annoyed at some of my friends who be saying like, "Oh, like I'm still Filipino if I don't even speak Tagalog, right?" Yeah. Like, yes you are, but try to speak it try yeah, to mas madali kasi mas madali kasi mag-aral pag bata kaya yes that's yeah. true yeah so to parents out there like I think because a lot of parents are worried na you're Baka bombarding the kid like we're confusing the kid with two or three languages you're not at, from the age of one to five they can absorb anything yeah yeah it's nothing yeah. to them yeah so mm. if you teach a child five languages from age one to five they'll get it yeah 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 that's why I'm a big uh, advocate for folks just learn just like yeah. that's why if my sister has a kid I'm, I'm like yo speak the <laughs> dude I, that's why I was saying if my white brother-in-law can learn Tagalog and he's working on it with his Rosetta Stone <laughs> bruh you fill <laughs> abs better work on your shit if this guy is learning and he's like oh salamat po like that and is learning yo motherfuckers better do yes. your best to learn too cause you have locals here in the Philippines English Tagalog whatever local beside in your case you understand Bisaya, Ilocano right yeah. multiple languages and honestly we only know English because of colonization yeah. that's the only real reason why yeah. like that's why we're good yeah we're good at that but it's just because we've been forced to be labor for the international market and funnily enough still we, we, we still keep getting interrogated or we, people keep uh, foreigners still keep asking us why are so good at English yeah that's the, yeah, that's the one um, question, especially in the Bayawak experience. It's so <laughs> Bayawak experience. Yeah, it's so annoying. Like when I get go on a date, like when I go on dates with with foreign people, it doesn't matter whether they're white or brown or black, as long as their their primary language is English, English. They'll be like, "How do you speak English so well?" And for me, it's like I have to recognize that they probably have come from an upbringing or a culture where it's monolingual mm-hmm. now for them it's amazing like it's mind-blowing for someone to be able to speak two languages at the yeah, same time yeah, yeah. but then it also shows now there's ignorance about cultures that where bilingualism is normal yeah yeah or just there's multiple languages it's not a big thing when my bro- my sister got married last year in the US and so my brother can't went over there for the first time in a while and then he's like Every time he's talking to people, he's like, dude, somebody just told me my English is good. And then I'm like, what? What is this happening? And then he would just keep on telling, dude, he would come up to us, third time today, someone told me my English is good. Like, what the fuck? Like, he was getting, like, tripped out of, like, why are people surprised? And he was getting pissed again. Of course my English is good. And then he would, and then this is a time when, he also experienced some like uh, kind of not racism but just like ignorance so I was the MC at my sister's wedding right so I was hosting ah da 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 and doing all the talking right someone comes up to him afterwards he's like dude great job at hosting right yeah. and then he's like that's my brother that's not even me yeah. and we don't even look alike is it just because we're brown yeah. like that yeah. like, dude my, it'll be all so obvious if you see my brother he's like two times my size and like but people still like think or get confused. Yeah. Right? They just can't get tell confused the difference. with white people sometimes. Do you? Do you? Yeah. 
I did. I sometimes get confused. <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah. we're all racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do get get confused too. Um, you mentioned a while ago yung the reason why people who speak English do not find the need to learn another language is that because the the privilege is theirs. They yes. already hold the privilege. Yes. And um, and I think yun yung ane that reflects din kung yung fascination ng media yeah, yeah. ng 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 English speaking media about people who speak different languages mm. like um, there's this it became a headline in the UK because I follow like UK tabloid and shit sa ano I follow Telegraph um, yeah Telegraph where in <laughs> where in it was headline that Princess Charlotte speaks English and French. Like that, Princess Charlotte is bilingual, and then there was this comment because it's an online, like the online version of it. The comment was like, "Oh, just because she's a royal, it's headline now. What do you call a poor child speaking two languages? An immigrant?" Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, that's yeah. the truth, <laughs> the hard truth, right?" Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask. As a Bayawak, right? As a Bayawak. Just to clarify this Bayawak thing, because I was also like knighted as a uh, <laughs> official male Bayawak. Right? Yeah. Does that mean you date majority a fam, like four? No, 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 no. It's not. That, it's not. That's not a requirement. But because the main appreciator of Bayawak beauty, so to speak, are a fams, because we we do not fit the conventional Pinoy that beauty. Standards, mm, okay. unfortunately. So you're saying because of the colorism in the Philippines, yes, because of yes. colorism, which glorifies Color, like the colorism at the same at the same time, <coughs> yung prescribe prescriptive aesthetics natin when it comes to beauty, pagpapatangos ng ilong, mm. pagpapashape mm. ng uh, pagpapalo ng cheeks, mga mm. ganon bagay mm. that affects yung ano. But basically, with the with the bayawak, is it's not necessarily ano, hindi siya kailangan afam ng edit mo. But it's common. But it's common. Uh, mm. because of the circumstances nga na mm. the yung preferential beauty. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that unofficial bayawak then because I've only had hooked up with one foreigner, one white. And it's funny because okay. I hook up, but you know, if anything that proves your bayawak status, according <laughs> okay. to Kuya Chris, the only white girl he hooked up with was Siri. Is it Bayawakai? There's nothing more bayawak than a brown person hooking up with a white person on a beach! Samurakai! Oh, sexy good girl, exotify me! Tapos, maganda pa na dapat ano yun, yung mga moans mo, hindi shit, parang, tayo na, tayo na, parang kininam. This is decolonization. So I want to ask uh, if we go transition, right? Um, what do you see f- looking forward for Kodazers? What's the goal here? What's the, what do you see moving forward? To, uh, to me, ano eh, getting guests <laughs> over. But at the same time, expanding yung ano. I guess expanding yung reach ng listeners na. Ng listeners. Mm. And um, actually providing, parang providing a voice and a platform yeah. for our listeners, for the Kapit Bias to also voice out their opinion. Kasi uh, usually like for 
um, a lot of listening platforms. You just listen, like you yeah. just you just entertain yourself with it or educate yourself with it. You do, you do not join the conversation. But what we always um, um, encourage sa mga episodes namin is that we talk about this topic. For example, the Bayaw episode or devices episode. Sige, pag-usapan natin yan. We talk about it. And then every before we close it, we always encourage our listeners to join in the conversation by tweeting or commenting mm. on our Instagram post using the hashtag #kudakolang. Like, what is your kuda about it? So hashtag #kudakolang or maybe they have questions. When we did our polyamory episode about mm. polyamory, there were people who reached out to us privately. Yeah. Na who wanted to learn more about it because they identified on a very it's not it's not just it's not just on a conceptual level but in there are economic factors na here like yeah. very practical questions like for example if i'm going to engage a, a polyamorous setup how do we split do we split the bill do we share a house may mga ganun mm-hmm. ano so for i see kudazers as a podcast um channel kumbaga uh, as, as a podcast that encourages conversation. Yeah. Not mm. only within the podcast, but also outside the podcast and interacting in between too. I guess at oh. the same time, parang the reason then why we, bakit we choose the topics that we do, the topics that we do is for people to not, to stop looking for a license to talk about those things. Uh-oh. Like for example, uh, anal sex. Yeah, parang, know? parang I think, people are afraid to talk about it outside the context of talking about it with their gay friends. Why can you not talk about it just as girls yeah. who want to explore anal sex? Because mm. you're afraid that you might be seen as, by your friends as someone who's promiscuous or someone who's who has dirty desires. But yeah, yeah. with that episode, or hopefully with Kudazers, we encourage people, whether straight or gay, to be able to talk about things about sex without fear of any judgment. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. well, if Kudazers can talk about it, why can't I talk about it? And I think, but, uh, alam mo yun, para sabi na, I, I, para, grabe, I think yung mga opinion namin about things, they're not that special. Uh-huh. Para, I can uh-huh. talk, I, I, I have better insights than they do. Yeah. Alam mo yun, that's why we're in, or that's why even if if it's on things like, for example, na, more or less, mas pwede namin sabihin na may gamay kami. Mm-mm. Like, for example, for example, lang, when, it, when, when it comes to talking about queer, I'm not an expert on it, but, you know, it's a field, it's a field of study that I'm in particularly invested in, interested in. Uh-oh. But I always end up, I always end up saying that, tell us what you know. Tell us what you feel about it. Because, you know, ng- ngayon kasi with the, I know, with the humanities, it's, ano eh, the inwardness, that's the reinstating of the eye. And the lived experience is far more, I know, it's, it's, it's not, not far more, but you know, it, it's of equal merit than yung, uh, that, that very, uh, distance observation, yung mga ganyang bagay. Parang, a scholar writing about buckwheat life or, uh, or about lumads, you know, from a distance, yung ano mas importante ang statement ng isang totoong lumad mm-hmm. diba kasi sila talaga yung naka- kaya makapagsalita with gravitas on what it means to be lumad mm-hmm. what it means to be in the crossfire or in, you know literal crossfire mm-hmm. and I mean no pun intended yun mm-hmm. parang or in the cross sections of ano of being torn apart from you, torn, torn away, uh, torn away from your land, land and yeah. at the same time, the the need to survive and then trying to renegotiate your culture, 
that should have been yours and now but now you're being forced to assimilate into this mm. and the, the thing is you were happy to begin with with in your ano in your dun sa dun sa buhay mo before yeah. until you know all of this happened so very important sa amin yun. I guess right now in an abstract sense what we want to do is you know, to provide a platform and, and I guess to provide a space wherein conversation dissident opinions mm-hmm. and this uh, different opinions are can be discussed because critical that's bell this is bell hooks but critical interrogation is not at all it's not the same as dismissal parang mm-hmm. para for example do you really think that para may mga ganung ano kami dagi eh, para sa kodazers is it is it parang ganun, parang for you to critically interrogate something it's not at all uh, an act of disavowal and at the same time parang between us we're all we also train ourselves that yes we are entitled to our opinions but we're only entitled to opinions we can defend yeah diba kasi parang di nagiging ano yun eh nagiging pretext yun ng maraming tao para sabi, no, I'm entitled to my own opinion. No, yeah, you are, but you know, you're only, you should only, I read that for, that's from a New York Times eh, article, that's a very good article, sabi niya. Yes, you are entitled to your opinions, but you are only entitled to opinions that you can defend. And as someone learned, or as someone with faculty of, with, with, this, with a discernible amount of, fa- or with a respectable amount of faculty, you should be able to recognize when a defense has become indefensible. Mm-hmm. Diba? Mm-hmm. So, Ganun yung inaano namin. And at the same time, again, yung ano nga, yung pag, yung pag constantly namin trying to broach into, I guess, risque territory. Yeah. <laughs> parang, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. These realities exist. Yeah. And the reason why it's there so stigmatized is your refusal to talk about it. Mm. Yeah. And the reason why, like, qu- being queer. Mm-hmm. Like HIV, yeah, uh, abuse, rape, diba? Because because silence and you know, silence only ano you know, uh, only aids the oppressor. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we cannot let the you know, we cannot let the efforts of other people to go to waste. So even in our own small brave ways parang these are our own small brave ways because in terms in term in, when it comes to reputation we have nothing to lose uh-uh. we're all relatively unknown artists <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I mean, we don't mean that in a form of self-condescension but uh-huh. it gives you the freedom right now <laughs> oh, right now to speak on right now right now we we can, we we have the we we're, we're thankful with podcast network asia that we got an, that's part of the contract that we're free to to be to still be able to talk about what we want what yeah. package it the way we want yeah and yeah. also um since i'm also managing yung ko ano yung magiging progress or content ng kudazers i i want to not only have listeners engage with it but also have people of expert opinion come onto the show. Yeah, or yeah, definitely. Or of people with different experiences from us come onto the show. Which is why also we really are excited that you're part of this episode, Kuya Chris. Because we really <clears throat> wanted to hear from a film, the film experience. Yeah. We can never, ever parang articulate what it is because we're not of that experience. Uh, 
And speaking of which, I have really a curious question because he mentioned about like his upbringing, the assimilation, the struggle, yeah, yeah. assimilating um, to states. Kuya Chris, <laughs> what is home for you? What is home? I actually wrote a poem about yeah. this before. Like home is where blank is, right? Yeah. And I think for me, um, like that. Um, that redefinition of home is for like as a bridge i know i'm 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 a bridge right now yeah. for my communities between the philippines and the us mm -hmm. uh, because i feel at home in certain spaces in both places mm. right um but it's really with my community when i'm with my community out in the us like i feel at home with the other community organizers there especially within the filipino american community there i feel at home with like my close friends are there right yeah. um but i come back here and i do feel at home like with my family right mm -hmm. but i actually don't feel that like like it's like a it's like um what's that word um it's a home in denial here in manila yeah. because it's like yeah i feel at home but it's not where my heart is Right. I feel at home when I visit communities, when I do my advocacy work and mm. I'm like visiting San Roque and when I'm doing work with like the Luman folks and learning from them more yeah. so like, all right, this is where my work is. Yeah. This is where I enjoy like talking to people and like I see myself contributing. So I think it really is um, that home is where your heart is it's just a discussion of you to define where that is or yeah. a discovery for you of like because people's home or passion will lie in different places. Yeah. And yeah. I think it is a process of trying to learn and rediscover where that is, mm -hmm. right? And for me, it's definitely in both places. So ideally, I want some gig that will make me six months in the U.S., six months here, oh. and go back and forth so I can continually like be with the people I love because it's, I think as an immigrant, like it's really come home, like come home in the sense of yeah. like both places like have parts of my heart like embedded in it and yeah. i can't leave either one like forever it's kind of hard yeah yeah. Know. yeah 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 you know if you're in if you're still in manila or within philippines uh, uh this february we're inviting you i'm i'm inviting you to watch uh nana rosa yeah. What's Nana Rosa? Uh, Nana Rosa. It's it's the show that we were talking about earlier. The show I'm doing with, uh, we're doing with DUP. Dulang mm. UP. in UP. Both of you are in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm okay. I'm one of the dramaturgs there. One of the actors. And mm. she's one of the actors. So it's basically the story about uh, Nana Rosa, Rosa Henson, as the first Filipino comfort woman to come mm. out in, to come out publicly. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it received critical. Uh, claim during its first run so last there was a year. last year uh no uh, this, year. this year early this year early this year and then we're because of the clamor for it uh of the decent clamor for it because we got extended shows it so mm. we're doing it again for this year next for january february next year so i'm inviting you and uh because this a, is really a critical <clears throat> part of the struggle um ng um, Filipino women, mm -hmm. which is really deeply rooted in history mm -hmm. and um, so history nothing with strife and war, mm -hmm. wherein they still are trying to comfort women who are already dying out one by one, yeah. and um, still are still um, waiting for that apology and um, Danios. Danios, 
for for Re- what recompense. happened. Uh, recompense for what happened to them. Um, and just an acknowledgement in history. Because mm-hmm. they are erased from mm-hmm, history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yun yung, and I think as a Filipino, whether or not Filipino-American or Filipino, I think it's part of our um, responsibility. As, I know. As Especially part as, of, uh, as part of this uh, nation building, uh, nation history. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. And as part of the, of of a nation who is still strong. Tayo pa rin yung, tayo yung malalakas na miyembro pa ng, ng bansa na to still champion the cause for these dying women. Because mm-hmm. when they're gone, all of that, all of those stories will die with them without it's lost being, knowledge. Well, it's lost knowledge and it's lost history. Na it's, it's a huge injustice to these women who are actually heroes mm-hmm. yeah. during the Japanese occupation. They're surviving those indignities and living to and living through trauma. Through trauma mm-hmm. and re- retracing the wounds again for it to never happen again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I am part of the narrative uh-huh. ng babaeng pi- ano, Pilipina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Na maganda na mapanood din ni Kuya Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, That'll also. be dope. You know what's crazy is I heard the story when we visited, uh, I think it was Lila, Filipina. Yes! yes. Yeah. They're our partners. Um, they're our partners. Yeah, yeah, so we visited them um, and uh, hearing about those statues that were removed, removed there are yes. two recently. One was in a private building, mm-hmm. yeah. right? One was in a private building, the other one was out in public. But just because of pressure from Japanese government, even just talking and it filters down into our own, yes. right? It gets removed in mm-hmm. within a private building. Imagine, right? The pressure. Yeah. And imagine from Philippines is the only country who said yes to that. Yes. They gave it to the pressure. And um, I, one of my friends was like, bro. Imagine, this is still present-day imperialism, just under the guise of economic relations, yes. political yes. relations, right? Exactly. To be able to erase from a public and private area, right, part of our history or even commemoration mm-hmm. for this community. Mm-hmm. It's being erased. Mm. Imagine, Man. the fuck, yeah. right? Decades later, and they still have that clout to be able to and say, get this. hey, put it, put it down, yeah. hide it. And get this, they, we have uh, shrines dedicated <laughs> to, uh, and young young bombers. Oh, Kamikaze, yeah, 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 bombers. bombers. We have shrines dedicated it's to it's, we have shrines dedicated to kamikaze bombers, but we we can we do not have shrines dedicated for comfort women. Yeah. So February. February, yeah. February was it? Put put it out there. February what? Uh, no no definite date yet. Yes, but it's, it's the month Where of February. Where can people find information about that? The UP. Yeah, the, there's a, they have a Facebook page, but um, we still have an ongoing show right now, yeah. and also another show, Fuente Ovejuna. Mm-hmm. We have Bernarda Alba, Fuente Ovejuna, and then Nana Rosa. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, and I think for I know that you're gonna visit Philippines like often throughout mm-hmm. the year. Yeah, we really love to have you around so that we can also check out like even outside the podcast, check out like cultural stuff, and also. Yeah. Also interested in your work, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, in your advocacy work here in the Philippines, yeah. 
It's just the beginning. Yeah. Okay, I'll be back in November. I'm leaving this September already. I'll be back in November. So yeah. let's, let's link up. Let's see. Yeah. Could, at least for the recording, could y'all give me info about how people can contact you, both Kadazers and individually? Okay, sure. Um, for Kadazers, <laughs> our, uh, our Gmail is, our email is Kadazers. That's K-U-D-A-Z-Z-E-R-S-M-N-L at gmail.com for so for for our social media handles everything is at kudazers again that's k-u-d-a-z-z-e-r-s you have a good um radio voice when you switch into that journalism major and um do we give out our personal address yeah for personal um our personal ig mine is at iris montesclaros and to me it's the youths garcia just Instagram though I quit Twitter because I'm pretentious like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that the use Garcia it's T H E E U D E S G A R C I A. Yes. Yeah. But we also tagged uh, um, other members of Kudazers yes, in some um, of the photos of Kudazers Instagram, so, so you can find them. Memorize mga ano nila. <laughs> I think uh, Martin Glenn is at Martin Glenn with double N. N, uh, double N or triple N's. And then Ingrid Joyce is Ingrid M. Joyce. And then Natalie is Lay.estrada. Yeah. That's how I remember their, yeah, yeah, their handles. But anyways, you can find us at Kudazers. Yeah. Everything's at Kudazers. We're also on Facebook or in Twitter. And we'll try to be on other social media platforms when we get the time. When, when we get the time and, uh, 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 and we get, um, we have the time. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh-uh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for also getting on to the podcast. Yes, follow Kuya Chris. 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 All the information is there. Yeah. Uh, if you search Spotify and iTunes and everywhere for The Filipino Garage, yes. you will see it. Um, and on YouTube, the videos, Facebook, everything will be there. Yeah. So come take a listen. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, this ain't the last one. I want to be back on this. We, we did have enough bastusan in this one. I oh, think. yeah. This one went deep. We had a, a class yeah. by Professor Yudes here. Yeah. I could see the professor coming out. We had some bastusan with the rim job. I think we can do a little bit better with that next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the bisyo. Destigmatize the nganga. Yeah. When we're talking about vices, <laughs> these, these people were getting on me for my nana. Well, I listened to their vices episode. They were saying, let's not stigmatize vices, huh? I'm just saying it's bad for you, Tita. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, oh, thank you also to Podcast Network Asia for powering this episode. Yeah, it's very. We love you guys. Yeah. And Natalie, and shout out to Natalie, Ingrid, and Martin. Guys. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> Hopefully, I get to meet y'all. Yeah, like, in the Natalie, future. your fears have come true of missing out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has a really bad FOMO. Like, until last night. She texted me, Ate, what time is your recording? Natalie, I already texted it, it's 12 to 3. And she's like, shit. It's like, do you don't know it's 12 to 3? No, I'm just, I'm still trying to process if I have class or not. Do you have class or not? I have class. <laughs> it's like, shit. It's like, she really wanted Because we, we. <laughs> 
Sabi ko, no. You focus on your studies. And then Martin, Martin actually wanted to send you a message. Ah, ah. Because we were all stalking you. Like, who's Kuya Chris? Who's Kuya Chris? And they were like that when I informed her that I'm talking to Kuya Chris and he's going to be our first visita. Yeah. And then... Martin stop you and if, if you listen to our podcast you know that Martin must be a gay guy Martin should be a gay guy with that voice of his the voice of Martin is it's very and he, he was like uh, is Kuya Chris gay? it's like I don't know yet and it's like um, if he's gay and he likes bottoms give him my number <laughs> <laughs> and he really messaged that gay and he likes bottoms give him my number <laughs> yeah I, I, it's here it's here and you also make, you make the hey, he shot his shot yeah I, he shot his shot yeah he shot his shot um i can't find it anymore it's so long this this G, gc but then he also he also said like oh I, I like kuya chris from the pictures palang ha like uh, i like kuya chris and daddy, then sorry, like, yeah, daddy daddy oh uh, daddy 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 is kuya chris <laughs> and then i messaged a while ago that we were just like what are you talking about like oh we're talking about queer blah 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 and it's like what and then what's going on because they have fomo and i said oh chris, and like kuya chris quotation like when you were talking about like assessing yourself like, when you when you confronted your homophobia yeah, like yeah. what if i'm gay i said what if i'm gay dash kuya chris <laughs> <laughs> and then martin immediately was I got your back. <laughs> yeah, Martin, he may be straight, but at least you know the, 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 it's the, not homophobic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and since Martin, I don't know, haha, Eddie, let's stop, Martin. <laughs> Martin, we got your back. And since you do prep, you also got your bear back. This has been a nice episode. Yeah, I enjoyed our first visita. So guys, um so again let's give a round uh, a, a big round of applause for Queer Chris. Yeah! May this be the first of many collaborations. Yes. First of many good yeah. dancers threesome. Yeah. <laughs> An orgy. orgy. An orgy. Yeah. <laughs> so again, guys, thank you very much. You're listening to Good Dancers. This is Yudes. This is Iris. And Kuya Chris. Of the Filipino Garage. Thank you for thank listening. You. Bye.